Seven billion swimmers, man, I'm going through the motions Sent up a flare, I need love and devotion Trade it for some faces that I'll never know, notion Maybe I should try to find the old me Take me to the places and the people that know me Trying to just connect, thinking maybe you could show me If there's so many people here, then why am I so lonely? Friends, hard to find, let's face it By the perfect home when there's a flood in the basement Made a couple dollars now and I ain't trying to chase it Kids from Oklahoma, man, we don't waste it I'm just trying to paint the picture for me Something I could give a damn about and maybe 4D is And I've been ready and willing and able to edit the story Cause there's so many people here to be so damn lonely
switching to a new lane Foot to the floor, man, searching for the real thing Need somebody else sometimes, ain't no shame Head to the clouds, ain't It's like, can I get a connection?
You know what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. We'll probably sit around and cook some soups and eat bread and desserts and Mm -hmm. just get all fat and sassy. Well, not on soup. I mean, we ain't cooking no damn soup tomorrow. Good Lord. Who who makes soup on Thanksgiving? What kind of backward-ass redneck tradition is that? What what'd she say? We'll probably sit around and cook some soups and eat bread and desserts and just get all fat and sassy. No mention of turkey. No 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 stuffing. No 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 potatoes. Just bread and and soup and dessert. Okay, you got the dessert part right. Good lord, golly! I almost want to have those people stand in line to get a free turkey somewhere. I mean, I'm not going to go because I hate turkey, so there you go. Good morning, ass family, and welcome to another fun-filled edition of, that's right, you guessed it, The Arnie State Show. I hope that everybody is doing good on this Thanksgiving Eve. I'm sure most of you are already at home. You ain't working. You got the whole week off, which is bullshit, but that's a whole different story. You got everything ready? You got your brine ready? You got every, everything put together? Now, now I know I've been asked in here. I'm going to let you know. I will be giving the, uh, the Casa de States uh, menu at the end of the Joe Murphy segment because i got to find out what Joe's having because today is Joe Murphy Day. That's right. I just talked through a burp. Joe Murphy Day. How about that? I mean, it doesn't get much better than that. Let's say some good morning, shall we? First one here today is my man, Derek. Becca. Becca. Says good morning, ass family. Happy uh, and uh, Thanksgiving Eve. Well, Becca. right back at you, my friend. I hope that you are having a good day so far. Kale. I don't have an anger problem. I have an idiot problem. Says Derek, how'd you get in the chat early? Are you on a computer or an app? I can't enter the chat room before the show goes live. I, I don't know what's going on. Mixler's so weird. I wish there was, the reason why a lot of people ask, why do you use Mixer? Because it allows me to go live. And I don't know a a lot of uh, any other ones that that I'm going to have to do some research because, you know, I want you guys to be able to chat whenever y'all want to chat. If y'all want to chat after the show, y'all should be able to chat after the show as well. And I'm wearing my shirt. There she is. Niggas for Trump 2024, and I mean that. Rise, good morning to you. I hope that you are doing well, Douglas. Screw your freedom. It says happy Turkey Day Eve, my peeps. Kale says tomorrow I'm going to gobble till I wobble. Very, very nice. Hockey player. Says good morning and ass family. Thankful to have the show to listen to during the week. Arnie, got your email. Plan on working it over the next few days since today is my Friday. Fantastic things. Exciting things could be happening. That's all I can say. Exciting things. Please be a fart. Please be a fart. Please be a fart. I should be fine if I don't push too hard. 
Good Darren says, good morning, ass family. Happy pre-Thanksgiving to everyone. Thankful for this show and the best host in the world. Happy special edition, Joe Murphy Day. Indeed. House of Pain. Says, good morning, ass family. Friendly reminder that if you get robbed over the next few days, please get a safe ride home. I I couldn't have said it any better, my friend. That was very, very nice. We're not going to bow down and kiss the ring of the alphabet cult. Cowboys Girl says, good morning, ass family. Happy. And Thanksgiving Eve. Hey, it's Enrico Palazzo. Jazzman. Says, happy hump. Hump day. Friday, Joe Murphy Day, turkey day ever. We've got it all. All right here, ass family. This is the only place to be. Thanks, Dr. St. States. Well, you are <coughs> very, very welcome, my friend. Kale says, uh, plan on robbing myself until I pass out on the in-law's couch. That is fantastic. I love hearing that. Yeah, just make a spectacle of yourself. Uh, Trucker James. I was so full of testosterone, I actually killed a coyote. Says, good morning, ass family. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Arnie, you get one dish to eat tomorrow. What you got? Well, like I said, I'm, I'm giving the entire menu out uh, later on. But, like, traditionally, oh, it's stuffing. I, I, I'm a stuffing guy. I love stuffing. Stuffing is so good. And, look, I, I, I roam in the ghetto. I, I live on stovetop. My, uh, my, my poor, deleted, de- de- dead sister uh, had a recipe where they would go to White Castle. They'd actually go to the restaurant and not make the, the microwave ones. And they would get them, and they'd let them sit out for a day or two, and they would use that in the stuffing. Not the pickles, though, because pickles are disgusting. But they would have that, and, and I never got to have that stuffing because I never got invited for Thanksgiving. So thanks a lot, you fucking tramps. <laughs> Not that I'm fucking bitter or anything. Jim! Nobody fucks with the Jesus. Says, what's good, ass family? Feasting and celebrating with friends and family on a very American holiday. Happy Thanksgiving Eve, ass family. I couldn't have said it better. Holy Jesus. A jelly donut? So, Gibby says, good morning, ass. Freezing rain here this morning. Gotta love it. Gonna be a lot of sitting in the work truck today. Oh, I can imagine. Was that soup clip from old Mad TV? I don't know where it was from. I got it. I got it off uh, like an Instagram, like reel or something like that. So that that that's where I got it from. But I have no, I, I have no idea where it is actually. It looked like they were actually interviewing some old lady. There she is. Oh my lucky stars! The one, uh, the only bratty kid is in the house. So fucking what? Well, I'm just letting you know that, letting people know that you're here. So. Fucking what? Okay, then never mind. I hope you have a good day. And by the way, thank you for my donuts. Brought me a creme brulee donut this morning and a coconut cream pie-filled donut. That's right. Yeah, they they, they put the the coconut. Can y'all believe? Can y'all believe this shit? Look here. Y'all ever want to get me something for Christmas? You find the J-E-L-L-O coconut pudding. That's all that's in the middle of coconut cream pie. Now, I found a recipe that my mom used to make that we're going to make in a couple weeks about this kind of coconut pie, but it's not like, it's like a coconut custard pie. But you you know they don't make coconut cream. By the way, why does everybody have a problem with coconut cream? You got your key lime. Everybody down here got their key lime. No, key lime is disgusting. Lemon, yeah. Give me coconut cream. Saving that donut. That donut's gonna be in between the breaks. That's usually cookie break for uh for Bubba. Didn't even open his eyes when I said cookie. 
My turkey's in a brine bath right now, 16 and a half pounds. I'm also off for seven days. Very nice. Uh, Jim says Mixler works freaking awesome. Okay, good. I'm glad it's working for you. Sanchez family in the house. Free at last. Free at last. Thank God Almighty. We are free at last. Says Ahoy. Special Kale, I'm on the Mixler app. I just go to Ask Page and hit the chat button and boom, done. There you go. Fred. Why can't car seats fit in the back of a Mustang? Men can't have kids with other men. Says good morning, y'all. Happy Pump day. Scott. Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my right time. Cow. Says good morning, Arnie and ass family. Derek says Derek at least, or special case says Derek at least my end won't allow me to do that since latest update. On a side note, I'm making sure that wine cooler will be baby proof so I don't have to worry about hurting myself. Oh. I'm curious what you use to season your stuffing. I use sausage, celery stuffing. I, I just, I, we just use stovetop. I don't have a recipe for stuffing. I I, I don't mess with stuffing. Uh, Sanchez family says cream pie. <laughs> Dave Coe says, Jesus, you ever heard of a salad? Who are you talking to? A salad. You know what? There is a salad that I like out there that my mom used to make that I, I told Braddy Kid about a few weeks ago, and she just she turned her nose up on it. Y'all ever eat carrot salad? Or is that a southern thing? Where you you, you, you you shred up, you know, carrots real thin, and you put mayonnaise in there, and you put raisins in there, and you mix it all together. That's carrot salad. Now, that's not a bad salad. I like that. that that's pretty tasty, especially with the raisins in there. Tuna salad. I eat tuna salad. I eat chicken salad. So, yes, I do absolutely eat salad. Gibby says, I absolutely love carrot salad. Good. See, there's somebody else out there as weird as me. Start our radio.com, Click and listen live, and it automatically starts. It's that easy. First time to set up an account and screen name. There you go. It is that easy. Boy, do we have a lot to get to today, including uh, we have to do this. T-shirt time? 12 tennis t-shirts time. Whoa. It's t-shirt Whoa. time. T-shirt Whoa. time. Whoa. It's T-shirt Everybody time. knows it's T-shirt time. So annoying. T-shirt time. You're annoying. It's T-shirt time. Oh, my God. Shut up now. You shut up. I'm just trying to let everybody know so they put their T-shirts on. By the way, by the way, this, this shirt. This is my only purple shirt. I have a purple shirt now, and it's Sam Jackson. Half of his face is Nick Fury, half is Jules Winfield, and I have to thank my man, Ryan at 4T5Printing.com for this shirt. This shirt is phenomenal. I am blown away with how awesome this design is. Like I said, I just chat him up, I send him the pictures, and he makes the magic happen. Rhino at 4T5Printing, Jesse Jamie at 4T5Printing.com, y'all are my heroes. Y'all are awesome. Check them out, 4T5Printing.com. They're going to have a promo code coming up. You can sign up on their website, make ordering that much easier. It's so easy to order anyway. Just check them out. Good, good people. Uh, Tasman says, I love that shirt. I'm going to need one, Rhino. Yeah, see, oh, this Sam Jackson shirt. Look, I've got uh, like three three more. And then and then V Coop has jumped into the T-shirt category and sent me a T-shirt, but I, I'm, 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 I'm wearing all my... 4T5 printing shirts first. Mm-mm-mm. Fucking awesome shirt here. Purple, even. 
Now I got to go get a purple hat. I don't have any purple hats. I'm looking in my room. I've got almost 200 letter A hats in here and not one purple one. Good gravy, Davy. There's Rhino. Good morning, my friend. I hope that you're doing well. Uh, you know what? Let's just say. Jesse, Jamie, I know that you're sitting there. You're working. Good morning to you as well. College Station in the house. The stars at night are big and bright. Rhino says, wonder where you can get a purple hat. I know, right? Man, oh, man, like a purple and white trucker hat? I don't know. I, I don't know the font of the A, though. And, and you've done so much for me, and you, I know how busy you are right now. So, I, 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 I look, I have other ideas, but nothing, nothing in the pipeline yet. Uh, there she is. There is my, my man, or my, not my man, my gal, Ralphie. Like a pink nightmare. <laughs> I have a hatred of carrot, sal- carrot and raisin salad. As a child, I had to sit at the table until it finished. I could not go to bed until it was gone, fell asleep at the table. By the time I ate it, the mayo had gone funny, and I spent the next day vomiting. I don't mean to laugh, but that is kind of funny. But I can understand why you don't like it. I get it. I, I understand. It, it, you know, it's, it's kind of one of those weird things. Arise eats it with, with vinaigrette instead of mayo? Boy, I want to party with you. The stars at night play this? College Station, good morning to you. Eat some turkey, but no ham. No, and no fucking ham. Uh, Arise vinaigrette might be an outstanding alternative to mayo, okay? I'm wearing my JFC shirt from 4T5 printing. Uh, don't worry, she's on. <laughs> uh, gold in the house. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Says, good morning, ass family, pre-turkey day, ass family. May God bless you all with health and great eats with the fam if you're alone. Hey, I know you got a big... Are, are, now, here's my question. Like, for the Niner fans out there, you, 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 yeah, you're welcome. We're giving you a Thanksgiving game. This is our day, all right? Thanksgiving is ours and Detroit's day. Detroit needs something. We're blessing the world with our gift of beating the shit out of the commandos. Oh, whoops, did I give up my pick? Niners, I'm going to be taking you probably against the Seahawks, but do you wait to eat until your game starts, or have you already eaten? Secret to good carrot salad sauce is a mix of mayo, vinegar, and sugar. Ooh. Oh, well, hotty da Oh. Oh, y'all. 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 You know how I, I, I lost it a few weeks ago because Sam's Club has taken away the best pimento cheese I ever had. This big old tub of, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, Gouda pimento cheese. Eat at 4.30, game at 5.30 already. Ralphie, we make our own vinaigrette, and we always have a great on carrot salad because it doesn't turn mushy or goopy. Oh, did I mention, you know what? I didn't I didn't do it. Sorry, Dave Coe. I'm sorry. There he is. There's Dave Coe. Every once in a while, I get going too fast, and I'm sorry. So there you go. So my bad, my bad, Dave Co. I, it, sometimes I'm just going so fast. But I made pimento cheese last week. Now I've always been against it, but see, Braddy Kid got this amazing cheese shredder. She ordered it online. It's the greatest cheese shredder of all time. It's got a little arm in there, and you push the cheese down, and it shreds the cheese perfectly. So last week, 
my my aunt had a recipe for it, and I don't really like my aunt's uh, recipe because she uses cheese whiz in there, and I I, I, I I wanted a little thicker, more consistent. So I found a recipe that uses, y'all ready for this, cream cheese. So you shred up two cups of cheddar. I use extra sharp cheddar. Grind that up. Eric! Woke up quick at about noon. Just thought that I had to be in Compton soon. Says, I'm late, feeling like I'm the Terminator fighting machine. People are funny. Just did a custom design for a local football team headed to state. Nice. Now, so I I shred up the the cheese. And then you cut up a block of uh, cream cheese. And you put your pimentos in there, your salt and pepper, all that kind of good stuff. Now, there, there's a few tricks of the trade. You got to throw some. I, I put too much garlic in. It's way too garlicky. Like, I would fucking kill Dracula right now with my pimento cheese. So then I thought about it and thought about it. XXG Force. I have wine and dine with kings and queens. And I've slept in alleys and dined on pork and beans. Buenos dias, amigo. So we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna chop it up. We're only going to use about three quarters of the cream cheese. Two cups of the shredded, the, 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 right? The pimentos, of course, you got to put those in there. And I used a hand mixer. The zzz, you know, the one you used to lick as a kid. Put my salt and pepper in there. Maybe a little bit of Dano's in there. And here we go. You ready for this? We're going to put a big old glob of nacho cheese in there. Boom. Nacho cheese, fucking pimento cheese. I will break the internet with it. I'm just telling you. My bad. One person calls and wants a hoodie and a shirt. I send pay link, and they're like, oh, okay, I have plasma tomorrow, so I can pay then. <laughs> Yipe. <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let, let's get started, shall we? Oh, since I'm in a goofy mood, let's play this first. <laughs> we may, I don't know if I'm making fun of a person that has dyslexia or if they're just About that. to show y'all. Hold on a second here. Or if they're just that stupid. This is a woman who is in the grocery store, and she is very, very upset. That's all I can say. Let me play it for you. I'm really about to show y'all why we need to move out of America. Look at this. They're selling lion chops. Now, they're selling L-O-I-N chops. L-O-I-N. They're taking exotic animals and cutting them up and putting them in our local grocery stores. Look, I'm in Safeway. They're putting lion meat in the fucking grocery stores. Lion meat. I'm really about to show... (laughs) Oh, y'all. Why we need to move out of America. This is why we need to move from America. They're selling lion chops. They're taking exotic animals and cutting them up and putting them in our local grocery stores. Look, I'm in Safeway. Uh, Aldo Jr. says, good morning, Arnie. I'm taking a bold risk with my turkey this year. I'm using Texas Roadhouse butter injected and under the skin. Chopped up onions and apples for the aromatic. I'm hoping it comes out good. Sounds good. Sanchez family says, cunt. Go says, what a retard. Uh, it's genius. Uh, Paula of uh, Ferdinand says, uh, good morning, ass family. Tell her to brine that shit. 
Truman Show! We have no desire or intention to destroy or enslave the Japanese people. I, I, I really hope not. It says, good morning, ass family. Happy Turkey Eve. Sorry a little late, but fucking story to walk into. Can be, can't be this stupid, can she? Got to be blonde. No, no, she's, she's on the whole other spectrum of blonde. Uh, is that a joke? Makes me sad as a teacher if it's not, but it's really funny. I will. I'll use a different injection every year. There you go. Uh, she's probably a teacher. Loin chops. So disappointing. I would like to try lion chops. I imagine it's real gamey. Oh, I found that and just said, you know what? That's the way we have to start the show today with that fucking idiot because <sighs> we have to talk about the real world. Look, Joe Murphy's coming on today, and we're going to have some fun with Joe, and the last part of the show is going to be fun. And remember, Friday's show, whatever y'all want to talk about. <laughs> Wait till she sees the buffalo wings. Oh, my God. She's not going to realize that buffaloes have wings. Um, Israel and Hamas have agreed to a temporary ceasefire and hostages released during the freeing, including the freeing of three Americans. They're releasing about 100 hostages, even though they have over 240. Uh, women and children, uh, uh, 50 of the hostages, women and children, will be released for four days, during which there will be a full a lull in fighting. Let's see. Uh, good morning, all internet in and out. Fuck Xfinity. You can practically hear the four-inch long fingernail in the audio. No shit, right? <laughs> Mage! Hey! Konnichiwa, bud! What's up? How's it going? Domo arigato! Round here, we speak American. Okay, bud? Mage says, good morning, ass. Naig, Japanese word of the day is shy shy or shishi. Translation, lion. LOL. Hey, I, I, uh, your wife, by the way, who's out of your league completely, Mage, uh, put up some pictures today on Facebook, and I, I commented on there, and she said some nice things. So tell Mrs. Mage I said thank you. Did, did you make it to Weber? If you didn't like Weber Grill, that's okay. You can tell me you didn't like it. Did you make it to Weber Grill? I just want to see. Because you, you put all your pictures up at the stadium, and it, maybe you didn't get to go. And that's okay. I just wondering. Uh, but you went to a Notre Dame game this week against Wake Forest. You saw a Notre Dame whoop ass. You have relatives that once coached the Fighting Irish, so I, I imagine it was a pretty awesome weekend. The pictures were fantastic. I love seeing people when they get to do cool shit like that. Anytime people get to do cool shit, like go on awesome trips, I love seeing. I hate back-to-school photos. It, it, baby photos, they don't do it for me. When people are enjoying themselves and doing cool shit, and I like food photos, especially if you include the recipe. But there you go. So they got a ceasefire going on. And I, I've never seen this. Never seen this in my life. So this would be at school. I guess I have seen it because these are what we call the pussies. No, we didn't go. Had to get a McRib. Okay, th th fine. Perfect. Perfect substitution. Good job, Mage. Good job. That's the redneck in you, my friend. So imagine you're in high school and you're walking down the hallway 
and somebody runs out of a classroom and punches you in the back of the head and then kicks you in the nuts. And then once you realize what's going on, you pull yourself up and you start whooping that fucking monkey ass. And all of a sudden, motherfucker who jumped you from behind, punched you in the back of the head, kicked you in the nuts, says, stop, 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 you're beating me up too badly. And then all the fucking lame-ass teachers that gather around, oh, Arnie, stop beating up that person. Or, oh, Israel, stop beating up Palestine. I, I'm, I'm lost. Absolutely lost. Good Lord. There's Jesse Jamie. Says, good morning, ass family. Enjoy my breakfast or uh, birthday feast tomorrow. Your birthday? Well, hey now. Jesse Jamie. There we go. Now, I, I know you don't like this guy, but he, he has a rule. Well, look, my wife has a rule in her family. When somebody's birthday, sing happy birthday. You ready? Here we go. Happy it's Jesse Jamie. Happy birthday to you. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Larry. Jesse Jamie. Oh, come happy on. Happy birthday Joe. to you. Come on, you dickhead. Never mind what I said. You can go back to hating him. He's a damn fool. Damn idiot. Good Lord. DNA. Have you seen my wiener? Says, good morning, Arnie and ass family. Happy. uh, And Turkey Eve. Uh, Notorious Rev is in the house. There's the Rev. Whosoever therefore shall be ashamed of me. Okay. Thank you. Appreciate that. All right. Hope and pray we are all blessed with enjoyable Thanksgiving. I I hope you have a great one. Uh, I haven't forgotten you and apologize. Fell asleep at my desk literally on the note saying, uh, call Rev. Okay. Sorry I'm late. Happy birthday, Jesse Jamie. Cowboys Girl says happy birthday tomorrow, Jesse Jamie. So the ceasefire is going on where we're delivering, or we're not delivering, but the UN, bunch of sissies are delivering these people. And by the way, by the way, all the stuff that the care people are bringing in, it's going to be taken by Hamas. <whistles> Wake up. They found, they found in a mosque yesterday on the Gaza Strip, they found a missile-making factory inside of a mosque. They have found weapons in the hospital that they've been hiding out in, which, by the way, is against the Geneva Convention. But, hey, the the Israelis are the ones committing war crimes for some reason. And you think that this ceasefire is going to do anything? Hey, Jamie, bring that back over here, Arnie. Please say out loud so she hears. I hear you. Okay. Thank you, dear. Asho Intercom is lit. There you go. Um, the same thing. This is what happens, and and all you have to do is is look into it. This is kind of what really big started the whole, you know, Black Hawk Down things because all these warlords in that shit area there, 
a shit of staying in Africa or wherever it was, Mogadoodoo. And we were, they were dropping humanitarian aid, dropping food, dropping water. And who gets it? Oh, all the guys with guns, they get it. The warlords, they take it. They steal it from the people. And the people that are there starve. But see, the people in Palestine, they don't care. They go, okay, well, y'all can have it. Thanks, Arnie. Hope you and Braddy and the family have a tremendous Thanksgiving. By the way, uh, my Gmail account is still blocked. Figured out. I got a message after typing for an hour. All I can see is uh, the hilarity and laugh. I I will work on that, my man. Uh, My spitter is missing. She's going to be pissed when she finds the cup. Yeah, you better find that. You better find that, my man. So, are are we done with this? I mean, like, I'm I'm starting to find the whole Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey thing more interesting than the Israel thing. I mean, honestly, and I ain't trying to talk shit about them. It's just, it's so stupid. It's so, I I just, and, and, and yesterday, somebody fucked around and they found out that somebody's name is Susan Sarandon. She has been dropped by her agency, one of the top agencies, UTA, after saying frightened Jews are getting a taste of how it feels to be Muslim in America. Really? Um, let's see. It's not an issue. I need to make sick. Okay. Uh, just a reminder, if your trash day is tomorrow, get them out early. Those trash pandas are working on the holiday, and we get to go home when they're done. So get them out early and three feet apart indeed. Oh, I love trash. The 77-year-old actress has spent the last few weeks raging against Israel and now is under fire for saying, now they know how it feels to be Muslim in America. What does that mean? What does that mean? Do, or, or, wait, wait, did I miss something? Are we invading mosques on a daily basis? Are we blowing mosques up on a daily, is that, is that what's happening? Because I, I, I don't see it reported in the news, and I know that I see more news than pretty much everybody on this show combined. What does that mean? That you have the freedom to live your life in this country? Is that what it means? Is that what it means? Because if you're Muslim in this country, you can live your life free. As a woman, you can show your face off here, and we're not going to throw acid on you. Well, I think that's pretty good. Fuck Hamas, fuck Israel, and just not as much. LOL, let them fight it out and pay for it themselves. No more war. There you go. College Station says Susan Sarandon should drive off a cliff in her convertible. Oh, I wish she would have done that for real. Hey, cowboy. Hey, sassy Pammy. You're not just doing this to make your wife jealous, are you? Yep. Uh, let's get the laser missile defense system up in our fucking country. No shit. Um, the spokesperson for UTA um, says that they were extremely hurt by her comments and that the agency is no longer representing her. Okay, whoop de doo. Susan Sarandon, seventy-seven. She, 
How about you go after the other celebrities that are saying the same shit? Hmm? Hmm? I'm just tired of all this. Tired of all the lies to us. And I love this next this next story. It just it just shows. It just shows the lack of attention and 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 honestly, just how the politicians just don't care. A San Francisco business owner has sounded off against Mayor London Breed for downplaying crime and homelessness after the city led a temporary effort to clean the streets ahead of the Apex Summit last week. Lifelong San Francisco resident Tom Wong, and I don't want to be white if he's Wong, said that in less than a day, The city was back to its original form, ridden with crime, drugs, and homelessness. It's horrible. I drove through the Tenderloin, and it's just a lot of drug heads, drug dealers. They're all out. And by the way, poop is everywhere again. You know, I, I hate to tell this business owner this, uh, but s- real quick. Duh. Gavin Newsom even last week, he, he said this is the best thing that happened all week last week was when Newsom did this. As soon as I get through this stupid fucking ad. No, keep playing. I don't want, to, I don't want the sound up, dick. Okay, skip ad. Now I want the sound up. Folks say, oh, they're just cleaning up this place because all those fancy leaders are coming into town. Um, That's true because it's true. That's true because it's true. Because we don't want to show the world leaders that one of our more important cities is covered in shit. Oh, and needles to where we pay city employees over a quarter million dollars to wear hazmat suits and clean. Why is that playing? I didn't want that. Trump up 10 points over Joe in 1825. Game over. Uh, Can we do an over-under of shootings in Chicago on Black Friday? Eric up north says 42. Um, over the black, well, they'll probably encompass, they'll start tonight, they'll, they'll start counting, it'll be like the box office, the weekend box office for Thanksgiving usually goes from Wednesday night to Sunday. So I'll say, I say that we hit the 102 shootings. I'll say there'll be 102 shootings from today until Sunday, and you're going to have to remind me to look this up on Monday. Um... 15 deaths. There you go. That's my numbers. Those are my numbers. 102. <sighs> the mayor of San Francisco had the audacity to say, when you look at the data of what's happening with our crime numbers over the last five years, they're showing a decline especially with car break-ins. Hold on a second here. Let me get the right sound effect for this. Um, For car break-ins. Oh! 
shit! Burglaries. A bullshit. Mm. A bullshit. A bullshit. And other challenges people were talking about. There won't be a lot of shooting because there's going to be like two feet of snow on the ground, so no one will go outside. Oh, playing the weather game there, I see, Mage. Kale says 102. That's rookie numbers. San Francisco is one of the most crime-ridden cities in, in the nation, and, and they can go around and say these numbers. They can lie about these numbers because they don't arrest them. You see, it's still a crime. If you stay, if you're on the corner of Van Ness and I don't know, fucking Colorado, I, I don't know the streets in San Francisco, Main Street and Van Ness, I, I don't care. Lombard and Van Ness, there you go. If you're on that corner and you're tying yourself off and you're shooting up black tar heroin, you could have China White too. I, I whatever your choice is. That is still illegal. Possessing that is still illegal. You see, you're breaking the law. It's a crime. But they won't arrest you for it, so they can say their crime rates are down. Car break-ins? Those I know are on the rise in San Francisco. Shoplifting? Well, that's just an everyday occurrence. People are shoplifting left and right in San Francisco. This is why... If you were to go to Union Square in San Francisco, the area what shopping was known for, more than half of those places are closed due to poop, needles, crime. But the mayor says, oh, our crime numbers are down. Safety guy. Safe like repair, safe like replace. Says happy hump day. Joe Murphy day. Very nice. Very well played. So I, I love when these politicians come out and they say all these wonderful things. Oh, we're changing it. No, they're not. They're not. And by the way, by the way, I don't have this pie-in-the-sky idea that Republicans are going to change anything yeah. either. It's going to have to take a change of the entire system to be an actual change. I can't just sit here and hope and hope and hope that Republicans are going to do the job because there's some bad Republicans out there, a.k.a. Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell, guy who looks like a fucking fish. Oh, it's just so maddening. B. Coop. I like to butt fuck fine ladies. Will I choke hold a bitch? Well, maybe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I had a, a police department refuse to take a murder case because they had zero murders for the year, and the case would have ruined that on the 12th month. What an asshole. Uh, massaging numbers and gaslighting does nothing. No, it just makes it more deadly because people will take it up a notch. We know human nature. People are going to start. I don't want to. I, I don't. I don't want to scare anybody. But. If you live in San Francisco, I I don't know how you don't own a gun. I don't I don't know how you don't have a Gatling gun pointed at your front door because they're going to be coming in. We're going to see home invasions on the rise in San. That that might be a prediction I make for twenty twenty four. 
Mitch McConnell looks like a turtle. He kind of does. He's such a loser. Now, speaking of politicians, I saw this story and I was like, wait a second, huh? Um, the Commission on Presidential Debates announced the dates and locations of the three presidential debates for 2024. The first one's going to be the day before my birthday at Texas State University in San Marcos, September 16th, October 1st at Virginia State in Petersburg, Virginia, and October 9th at the University of Utah in Salt Lake City. Nobody gives a fuck about the vice president. Um, um, first of all, do you think Joe Biden's going to make it to September? And secondly, do you think that Joe Biden will be able to... I, I, September 16th, the night before my birthday, is this a gift to me? It's down in San Marcos. I might drive down for that. To watch Donald Trump square off against Joe Biden again and today's Joe Biden? Get me the popcorn. I'm telling you right now, dude. Rhino, you and I, we'll, we'll set up a T-shirt stand outside. We'll sell popcorn. This is going to be a bloodbath. <laughs> this is going to be like Mike Tyson fighting Jimmy from South Park. <laughs> And we're talking Mike Tyson in his prime. I mean, this is going to be ugly. And this ain't pro wrestling. This ain't like the win when one, two, three kid beat Razor Ramon. No, that shit ain't going to happen. We need to get you on the list to ask a question. So, Joe, was Corn Pop a bad dude? Joe, you're a raging racist. I was just wondering, why do you always point out that Donald Trump's a racist when you've said so many racist things in the past? And somebody, oh, God, I wish somebody would say, oh, well, what did he say? Well, keep alive the truth and honor of the Holocaust. Horror of the Holocaust. That's one. I get out of the bus, I get out of the car, and, uh, and I say, Mom, why are all those colored kids in that bus? Because in Scranton, there weren't any. There were very few blacks. Only the wall thing? Yeah, the, the wall thing. Yeah, they passed. Well, I was told that I had no choice, that I, you know. And there's still, we're still feeling the profound loss of the pandemic, as I mentioned, of over 100 people dead. Mm. That's 100 empty chairs around the kitchen table. My question to you, Mr. President, is how big is the kitchen? You have a table that has a hundred chairs. I took a dump at work. Alicia. Pooped on the company dime. I took a dump at work. I do it all the time. The boss man takes my freedom and creativity. The least he can do is when I poo. Woo! Pay me. I know the two questions. Alicia, good morning to you. Hope you're doing well today. The two questions I'd like to ask. If I got a chance to ask, I would ask. Mr. President, I, w- I wouldn't ask Donald Trump anything. I'd be like, Donald, you're the man. But I would say, uh, Mr. President, 
Mr. Biden, why did your dogs only bite black Secret Service agents? Now, the, the, now that, that, that's one. That's one question. Or the second question, and I think I might get in trouble for this one, but I'm probably going to get in trouble for the first one, too. I would ask Mr. Biden, Mr. President, whose cocaine was it in the White House? Come on, you can tell. Was, was it Hunter's? See? See, those are the two right there that'll get him. Donald Trump might put me on his campaign. He might, he might find me so amusing that I get to travel with him, and then I'm on his cabinet. Does the commander prefer Kenyan or Somalian? <laughs> it's funny that as racist as Donald is, we've never heard it uh, drop that word. But Joe has said it many times, and no, so nonchalant he ejected said it. Well, y- you wait, you mean, hold on a second. Now, um, let's see. Well, I don't know where I have it under. I know which one you're talking about. No, that one ain't it. Let's see. No, that ain't it. Come on, man. Oh, there. Oh, there it is. That, that that's why I have it under that. We already have a nigger mayor. We don't need any more nigger big shots. Mm-hmm. See, he's he's already said it. I, I got him on tape. Arnie State's Oval Office jester. Oh, I could be the press secretary. I I, I, I would I would call uh, the, the Kaylee McEnany and go, hey, can I get that big old notebook? And oh, I would shit on reporters. Oh, I would bring the noise to the reporters. I would look forward to saying, what a stupid fucking question. Are you trying to sound like a fool? I'm you sound to like a fool. You sound. You sound. Like a fool. See, I would just stand up there when the when the press is asking me questions, and I, I would just go. And you're an idiot. You are literally too stupid to insult. This guy may be like the dumbest person on the face of the earth. I Could mean, be. I'm just guessing. I mean, he was a retard. He's retarded. Uh, Any other questions? No? All right. Well, that's going to do it for us today. Y'all have a great day. Oh, I love seeing this next story. It makes makes my heart go pitter-patter, pitter-patter, because it gives me hope. Ford Motor Company is dramatically scaling back Their EV battery plant. As EV, which stands for electric vehicle, business continues to lose billions and billions of dollars. Holy shit! Nobody could have saw that one coming. Holy shit! 
Ford said it would resume the Marshall, Michigan project, but reduce its scope by more than 40% and the number of jobs it's projected to create by more than 30%. Ford has struggled to make a profit from its ongoing shift to EVs as sales decline and costs soar. You see, this is what all these wanna-be doing-well people, these ne'er-do-wells want by saving the environment. By the way, today is a vanilla Coke day. Oh, I'm, I'm enjoying the shit out of this vanilla Coke. I, I got I to save the Dr. Pepper. By the way, we got like 14 more 12-packs of Dr. Pepper yesterday. Um. These people that want to save the world, like Gavin Newsom, who signed a law, what, two years ago, that in 3035 it will be illegal to sell gas-powered cars in California. So then Ford goes out of business? We haven't really, really got into it about this, but I want you to think about this. We get rid of the gas-powered car in 2035, and it'll be about 2040, 2050 that we really start to see the impact on this. And the impact is this. How many more convenience stores are closed down? We don't need, to, we don't need gas stations anymore. So those employees are out of work. The people who drive the trucks for the gas companies and the oil companies, well, they're out of work. They, they don't have jobs. And if we want to get this implemented by 2035, shouldn't we be on the path of building more um, filling stations for these cars? Oh, and by the way, shouldn't we make these batteries run longer than maybe 300 miles before we sign any laws into place that ban gas-powered cars? No? Okay. All right. So we're not going to look at the big impact of it. We're, we're going to sign this into law because it sounds good. This is a stupid idea. I'm going to tell you why it's a stupid idea. I've done the math because I like to party. Driving an electric vehicle will never be the same as driving a gas-powered car. And I'm going to tell you why. God forbid something happened to somebody in your family and you have to drive there to take care of. You need to get there as soon as possible. But if you have an EV car and they live 700 miles away, now 700 miles is about a 10 or 11-hour trip in a car, depending on traffic, maybe 12 hours. But in an EV... Well, you're only going to get 300 miles, and then you got to stop driving for eight hours. And then you got to charge it, and you got to go another 300 miles, and then charge it again. And now we've turned this into a three-day trip. Hopefully your relative makes it. The copper thieves here in California are stealing all the copper from the charging stations. All five at Target are offline. 
ExxonMobil is building a lithium battery plant, so I sold my stock and I held in them. Okay. I'm just going to tell you real quick. Um, all this EV talk and all this kind of talk, hey, I think it's great. I, I think if you want to make the, the planet a better place, you go right ahead. My time on here is limited. I'm going to be turned into fucking rubble anyway and don't care. So do what you want. Punish people for driving gas cars. I ain't going to be around forever. I think you're stupid. You're making your life harder. I think that's the thing that bothers me the most is people make their lives harder in the name of bullshit science. Because you remember it was over the summer that they had one of these Senate subcommittee hearings up one of the billions. Do you know that if we were to go off of gas and and, and only drive electric vehicles, you know, we all talk about the, the climate change and how we're responsible for the climate change and, oh, this is the hottest year on record. We get rid of all the oil and and, and, and that. Um, you know, we don't even drop a full degree. Look it up. You don't even drop a full degree. And by the way, what happens if we raise a degree? Then what? What about driving through the desert in the middle of summer? Then your battery dies. Yeah, you're fucked. You are done. You're hoping for a solar-powered car by then. Driving through a desert, buy a solar-powered car. Now, two quick things here before we get Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy on, and it's about how to avoid food poisoning at Thanksgiving. And, yes, we will be making a call to Butterball today. Okay, let's see. Let's see. Don't. Okay, number one, uh, wait until the last minute to prepare the stuffing. Well, yeah, you have to. Otherwise, I'm going to eat it. These are ways to avoid. All right. Uh, Don't thaw the turkey on the counter. Where should I do it? In the backyard? Like, 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 should I, should I hang it on the clothesline? Let thaw it out quicker. Uh, put raw meat in a large container on the bottom shelf of the fridge. Okay, if you're going to get stuck and eat turkey, then yes, do that. Uh, let's see. Uh, don't put all your leftovers in the fridge. No, put them in my belly. Put them in my belly. Knowledge, if you have a Tesla with autopilot, you may tempt fake. Um, CO2 makes plants grow. The earth is the greatest it's ever been. The government pushes uh, EVs because they can control oil companies like they used to. Very true. Uh, don't wash the meat before cooking it. No, make sure your, your meat is good and dirty. I Look, look, look here. Just clean up. Just don't be an idiot. Don't throw a frozen turkey into a fucking a deep fryer. By the way, if you've never deep fried a turkey before, then probably don't. I bought my own turkey this year. How much butter do I need to make it like a real butterball? 33 years ago today, my favorite wrestler of all time, The Undertaker, debuted at Survivor Series. Very nice. My meat is always dirty. Never in my life have I washed meat, and never will I. 
There you go. Now, I did that one just so I could get to this, this story right here. This story is all over the internet right now, and there is no fucking way I'm even trying it. No. Uh-uh. Scientists. Scientists have come out and revealed the perfect way to cook a steak. And they didn't say, see Arnie States. Nope, nope, this is what you should do. According to science. Yes, Pammy, he did. Um, the first thing you do is you take your steak out of the fridge well before you want to start cooking it. Yes, you get it set to room temperature. I agree. Then, after it's been sat out for a while and it's gotten room temperature, you ready for this? Heat your steak in the microwave for one or two minutes, depending on the thickness. So, so you want me to put a raw steak into a microwave? A raw steak into a microwave and cook it for two minutes. Then you heat a little oil in a pan. Do not salt the steak yet. Fry the steak for a very short time on both sides. Well, thank you for that scientific number of a very short time. Just to get some color. Once the meat has reached 131 to 140, good God. Remove from heat and add your seasoning. Serve the medium rare, that's more medium than medium rare, and slightly red on the inside. Let me me just say. (laughs) Throw raw meat in in the microwave for a minute or two? Huh? Trust the science, my ass. You're fired. I don't cook steaks very often, but that is way overthinking. No, that that is that is just causing tomain poisoning right there. Cook a steak in a microwave, huh? And this ain't gonna be one of them recipes that you see that the guy makes online and you taste and you go, "Oh my God, that's good." Because I can tell you right now that that steak right there is gonna be done. I didn't hear anything about crust on there, barely any salt and pepper on there. Jesus. See, this is why nerds don't need to even try cool stuff. See, steak is in the cool world. If you, how long do you put the lion chops in for? (laughs) Probably 30 seconds. They're much smaller. See, the nerds, they, they, you don't get to play in Steak World. Steak World, is, is Steak is in Manland, okay? You can have your sirloins. You can have your fillets. You, you can eat your little your little, little man steaks. That's fine. But when you come to Manland and, and you're talking porterhouse, you're talking T-bone, you're talking ribeye. N- no to the microwave. No. Just don't. 
I do leave it out to get room. Oh, yeah, you should. You should. Always leave it out for room temperature. Got to do that. All right. Phone number is 775-357-FANS. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. You can hit me up on Mixler as well. Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy is next. Here's a song I wrote on a plane between Dallas and Austin. Going to El Paso. Whoops. Now this is what gave us the idea to come down here. This is a song about a guy that... Probably did as much for our kind of music as anybody. Well, the honky tonks in Texas were my natural second home. Where you tip your hat to the ladies and the rose of San Antonio. I grew up on music that we call Western Swing. It don't matter who's in Austin, Bob Wills is still the king. Lord, I can still remember the way things were back then. In spite of all the hard times, I'd live it all again. Hear the Texas Playboys and Tommy Duncan sing Makes me proud to be from Texas Where Bob Wills is still a king You can hear the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee It's the home of country music on that we all agree But when you cross that old Red River Horse that just don't mean a thing But once you're down in Texas Bob Wills is still a king Just can't live in Texas unless you've got a lot of soul. It's the home of Willie Nelson, the home of Western Swain. He'll be the first to tell you Bob Wills is still the Oh, and the 
be no more And the morning breaks eternal bright and fair And when the saved on earth shall gather over on the other shore And the rose call up yonder, I'll be there When the Get high to get a happy 
I just think about what's in store When people start doing what they ought to be doing And they won't be booing no more When a president goes through the White House door Does what he says he'll do Well, I'll be drinking that free bubble up And eating that rainbow stew Welcome back to the big show here on a... And you're like, wait a second, I gotta wait one more day till Joe Murphy? No, you don't have to wait one more day because we're calling that motherfucker right now. Let's see. Let's go. I do not, Ralphie. Hello. Uh, Joe Murphy. This is Gene. How are you, my friend? I am doing well. You you remembered I was calling you today, right? Yes, of okay. course. I'm a, I'm a, I'm an educated man. Yeah, well, I know that you are. You are a very educated man. Now, Joe, um... Happy uh, Thanksgiving Eve to you, my friend. Uh, I, I have not revealed my dinner plan for tomorrow. I figured we would share our dinner plans with each other. Well, Joe, what have you got on the uh, the not only the menu, but what, what's your day like tomorrow? Well, first off, I want to let the whole country know that I will fall off the wagon tomorrow. That's right. Okay. I will be so high on tryptophan. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow that I don't even know if I can speak. Okay. All right. So big turkey guy. But we always have the turkey, of course. Okay. We always get the turkey. Of course, you know, we put in a, uh, me and my significant other, we put in the order and we got the baby order from Walmart of everything. Oh, that, okay. All right. Well, I got the turkey and we went to pick up the other, the ham, the tomahawk steaks, you know, all that stuff. It was all baby. It was all small. Oh, man. That's not good. It wasn't what it looked like in the picture. Let's put it that way. (laughs) So, are you just having a traditional feast? You're just going to sit around all day cooking and watching football? Yep, yep. Instead of the, of course, you know the Cowboys and the Lions always play. Of course, yes, yes, and we will be and picking and those. And then they ruined our Thanksgiving by putting Chris Collinsworth and NBC on. Also, see, I used to love Thanksgiving because this is the day that I would have the Cowboys game in the afternoon before the NFL put that new third game in. This is yep. the day that Texas would always play Texas A and M. I'd always look forward to Thanksgiving for this game. And Mississippi would play Mississippi State. Yeah, and they are. Mississippi, the Egg Bowl is happening tomorrow, and we will pick – well, we ain't going to talk about the Egg Bowl because the Egg Bowl sucks. Um, but tomorrow for me, uh, 
I'm gonna get I'm gonna get prepping tonight because uh, we're gonna we're gonna start the day off with some jalapeno poppers and some deviled eggs. Wow. Yeah. I'm making well, the don't leave eggs. those in the sun for too long. No, no, no. Yeah. Oh, everything's being cooked outside. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, and then um, my significant other, Braddy Kid, her son is coming over. The good one. Uh, the, the, <laughs> the, son. The, the good one. The, the spawn is coming over with 2.0 and Roscoe later. Um, <laughs> we're going to be smoking a prime rib tomorrow. That's right. A smoked prime rib. Uh, mashed potatoes, stuffing. And uh, big old apple pie we got for dessert. Yeah, I'm pretty traditional. I mean, as we've gotten older, we've gotten a little lazier. You know, I mean, back when my mom was around, I was a little kid, you know, the whole, they started the morning, grandma's over, there's a couple of ants over, and they're all in the kitchen, and, you know, you'd reach for something, they'd smack your hand, like, get away from that, you know, like, or whatever, and, you you could have, but as we got older, we get a little lazier. So, but we still have the turkey. Um, we'll, we'll still do the turkey, maybe some uh, and a ham. Um, the stuffing is always, you know, yeah, like you that. said, stoved up. We don't, you know, uh, when my mom was around, she would she would make everything from scratch and stuff. And uh, but uh, we we still do the traditional. Right. As time goes on. You know, people get older, people die, so the 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 family has shrunk a little bit. Mm-hmm. But still, we still give thanks that they were around when they were around. Oh, so. absolutely! I mean, I remember my 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 grandmother. She used to get so mad at my dad because my grandmother would always want to have Thanksgiving, and she could cook. T- she couldn't cook anything. Turkey, she wasn't bad at because she would start at four o'clock in the morning. But her rolls. Like she would keep, she, she would get biscuits, you know, the rolls from the the grocery store that you pop open the can. She used to keep those in the freezer, and the yeast would freeze, and you would bake them, and those things would come out like fucking missiles. Those things were <laughs> hockey pucks. Those were the worst things in the world. But man, oh, I, I just, I, I just have so many fond memories of that. Yeah, I, I always have, you know, I always when I talk about our parents. I always talk about your dad being like my mom, mm. you know, the, how close we were. And, and, and my mom was always, you know, no matter what I did wrong, and I was an evil child oh, at I times. Know. I, I know. I, I'm not an evil child. After I, I, didn't, I didn't turn rogue until after college. You know, <laughs> I got stupid. But my mom was always there. Where you have gas money. Do you have, you know, do you have your lunch and stuff? But God bless your soul. She was the mm. nicest woman in the world. And, and, I'm always so thankful for her. Yep. And uh, so I miss her every, and that's my Christmas. Uh, some people don't like Christmas. But my mom loves Christmas. And so I have an obligation to love Christmas. There you go. There you go. Now let's talk some sports, Joe, shall we? Let's do it. Um, Tiger Woods and Rory McIlroy's new golf league has been postponed by a year due to the roof collapsing. <laughs> that, that would be a problem. So this, the roof, where do they live in incline? Is there like 10 feet of snow on the roof? What I, happened? I have no idea. I guess it's somewhere in Florida and they have heavy winds there and it blew this thing. I, this is, we this, don't even know what it is. 
Like, I, I have no... What, what is, is this golf league, an indoor golf league? I, I thought it was like a Nintendo game or something. I have no idea what their their virtual golf thing is. I mean, is it is it a computer game? Do they really play golf? Is it like Top Golf where you go, you hit the ball into a, a screen and it tells you how far the ball went? I have no idea what they're doing. Uh, let's see. Um... Uh, it sparked speculated John Ram was going to be joining uh, Adam Scott, Justin Thomas, Boston, L.A., New York, San Francisco have all got franchises representing. I have no It doesn't say. It just says that the, the roof of the complex was torn off or the venue, the custom-built venue. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, are you going to play? Is there going to be grass and dirt? No, it's inside. Be, I mean, I don't know. Like we, I think we talked about it last week. We don't even know what they're even talking about. Like, you know, it's like cryptocurrency to me. I have no idea. I have always said about cryptocurrency and, until I can walk down to McDonald's and buy a quarter pounder with cheese with cryptocurrency. I'm not buying it. Man, you're gonna get about eighty thousand burgers if you go with a crypto coin. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I I don't know what this is. I mean. If this is indoor golf or they're hitting to a screen, nobody's yeah, going I don't know what it what, And then somebody, uh, you know, Rory, you know what? We talked about it last week. Rory got off the panel of uh, of, uh, of the live tournament or mm-hmm. something because that, that's going to be what's interesting to see is how the live, uh, live or live or whatever you want to call it, it joins with the PGA. That's what I'm really interested to see how they merge together and what goes on. Well, look, I, I'm going to watch my regular tournaments this year. I'll watch the Masters. I'll watch uh, Bay Hill. I'll watch the U.S. Open. Uh, maybe some of the players, British, I'll watch. But that's about it. I mean, as long as Tiger, by the way, is going to be playing next week at the uh, Heroes Challenge down in Bermuda. It's going to be on NBC. Good news, NBC got rid of Paul Azinger as lead golf analyst because Paul Azinger sucked. Oh, God. And, of course, uh, Mr. Zanity went to live. He, t- he went for the money. He left uh, CBS. What's his name? John Faraday or whatever. Oh, yeah. Oh, Faraday. David Faraday. He left uh, for live. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, you, you know, I played golf on TV once. Yeah? Yeah. Well, then, then my mom came out and said, get off the fucking TV. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. The live golf tour... Like I said, this this league has been now postponed for a year due to the the roof ripping off. Um, do you know who Dave Portnoy is? Who? Dave Portnoy? No, I do not. He is the founder of Barstool Sports. He's a he's a guy who started a, a betting sheet paper, and uh, he has turned it into a billion dollar company. Uh, he does pizza reviews online. One bite, everybody knows the rules. Um, he's a, he's a seasoned veteran better like you would be. And he is wanting to threaten, he's suing the Bengals. He's threatening to sue the Bengals after a failed $120,000 bet after Joe Burrow left the Ravens game with season ending wrist injury, saying that he wasn't even on the injured list. Yeah, you have to be injured first to get on the list. So, but they're saying that he had this wrist injury going into the game, and this just made it worse. Um, is what this, that tells me is this guy's never played a lick of ball in his life. 
He's never stepped foot on a court or a field mm. in his whole life. Oh, uh, yeah. you know, you go out, you play out. You know me and you, we both play hurt, Arnie. Oh, yeah. That's right. And so you get hurt. It happens. I mean, you know, it's like, uh, you know, there would be no injury. The only reason there is even an injury report is because of betting. Yes. If there was no betting, I'm a Steeler fan. I root for the Steelers. I don't care if you're a quarterback. I want the Steelers to win. But why do I need to know who's hurt? So you can bet on the game. Because I'm going to bet on it, yeah. See, and, right. and here's the thing. The NFL doesn't have to put out an injury report. They, they do that for the betters. And it's been that way for the last, I don't know, 100 years or however long the NFL's been around. Because right. they realize that there's an industry that bets on this, a billion, a $100 billion industry, which has even grown now because it's legal in a lot more places. To me, I like Dave Portnoy. But to me, this just sounds like sour grapes that you lost a bet. And that's too bad. You know what? It, 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 and it's like, dude, it betting, period. I mean, whether it's a poker game or you're betting on sports, you're gambling. That's why they call it gambling, okay? If it was a sure thing, then everybody would be rich. But it's not. You're gambling, and that's the whole point. I mean, so whatever happens, happens. And I was talking about this with somebody before, you know, when they say, oh, you, you can't bet on the Academy Awards here. You can't bet on stuff that somebody somewhere already knows the results. Right. You can only bet on stuff that has to be settled on the field. It cannot. Somebody knows who won that sacker before, before uh, you know, uh, what's her name? You know, the, the big teeth girl. Taylor uh, Swift. <laughs> says best actor goes to uh, whatever. Somebody already knows. The accounting firm knows. Yeah. You cannot bet on stuff like that in, in the United States because it has to be that nobody already knows the results. Well, and, not only the accounting firm, but the person that typed that onto the card. They know. Exactly. And so you can't bet on that. Right. And so, like, you know, so that, that's what you can, you know, like in England, you can bet on the Academy Awards. Oh, well, Jesus. you're a moron because somebody already knows the winner. Oh, if, if if I'm that person that's typing the winner's names on the fucking list, I've got a bookie in London that I'm fucking talking to. I know you're laying, you're betting, you're betting Roscoe on it. Oh, I mean, uh, it's like you're, you're, you're a sure winner. I mean, yeah. yeah so, and, and, and remember a couple years ago when they read the wrong name? Can you imagine? You're already cashing in your bets. You're ready to go. And they called the name of the wrong movie. You're like, what the fuck? I didn't type that. I, I once, I, I, this, is, this is a true story. I found a ticket at the pepper mill, and it was a $5,000 bet. On the over at a, at a Rockies game, and I was like, "Oh, this must be a loser!" Wow, this guy did no, no, it was going tonight. It was going on right as we spoke, and I was like, "Oh my God, look at this!" I was begging for a rainout, a tie, anything. Just give me. A, I, I don't even want to win. I just want to take the ticket. I'll take the tie. A push. I'll catch it. <laughs> it, it. It lost. It lost. Thanks a lot. Of course, it lost. And by the way, I think that would have been illegal for you to cash that in, too. Oh, I was I was parked right next to the sports book. I was as soon as I came in, and I was going to be bam bam. Yeah, boom, I, security Because I, 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 you know me, I've never had security called on me. No, no, you've never been eighty six from a place. No, I'm a legitimate gambler. <laughs> um, Joe, have you seen the story about Joe Namath? 
Is he is he trying to pick up on Susie Colbert again? No, this is actually really bad. Um, Joe Namath is being accused of allowing rampant child sex abuse to occur at his football camp. Fuck, I knew he should have went to the Sandusky camp. <laughs> Philip Lyle Smith, who filed a lawsuit in 2019 under the name John Doe, spoke publicly for the first time about the horrifying ordeal. He told the New York Post a story. Uh, he was 12 years old in 1972. Uh, uh, the person that was coaching was a serial sexual abuser at the school where he worked and sparked massive 2020 sell- or 2012 settlement with several sex abuse victims, um, and he died. And Joe Namath is allegedly has held all but everything back about that. Let me ask you this. Yes. Has Joe Damon ever come off as a little creepy to you? Every time he opens his mouth. I mean, I mean, he does the, he does those ads for, uh, you know, uh, Medicaid or something. Reverse and mortgages. Just, yeah. He just is a little creepy. So I, I don't, I, 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 I that doesn't, uh, save me at all. I, I think of him as, you know, he's a little creepy. I mean, he used to wear the fur coats. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Fur coat is cool on a guy. If I could find a fur coat in my size, Joe, you don't think I'd be rocking the shit out of that? Come on now. Okay, you know what? Until they find a fur coat, <laughs> a fur coat on uh, Godzilla, it won't <laughs> fit you. Now, come on, I could kill a polar bear and just gut him and wear that. <laughs> you, um, yeah, yeah, you know what? You look great in a fur coat. Oh, I, I'd love to have a fur coat. Anyway, Joe Namath, um, he's, he was a terrible broadcaster, and they only had him in the booth for a little while because he would say the word folks too much, and it was just fucking terrible. And then he got all liquored up one night and started hitting on Susie Colbert on the sidelines like, oh, you got a really kissable mouth. Come here, baby. And, yeah. you know, I no, mean, it was, so oh, I remember watching it. And I was like, oh, man, I thought Susie Colbert was, if she wasn't a lesbian before, she was going that way after that night. Good there's God. Only, there's only one broadcaster worse than Joe Namath, and that would be Bill Walton. Oh, he's horrible. Oh, my God. I got to sit behind he's him just, once at a Kings talking, game. Bill. I sat behind him at a Kings game once. And he was broadcasting for, I guess, the Lakers or something. And I just kept going, you're horrible. He finally just kind of like turned turned around and like gave me the shut up sign. I'm like, fuck you, Joe, or J- J- uh, Bill Walton, you dickhead. Yeah. Rick Berry's another piece of crap. Yeah, Marv Albert, yes, I wear ladies' undergarments, yes. He was that model. <laughs> All right, Joe. It Remember, is Marv Albert, he got he's beating up women. Well, if you're gonna beat up women, at least wear some pants, right. not leave charge in a skirt. Yeah, don't don't be wearing, you know, the French maid outfit. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Joe. I be a lot of money that night. <laughs> Joe, you ready? Yeah. It's a big weekend this weekend, Joe. Come on now. You get you know, I'm I'm kind of melancholy though. Because we're at the end of college football season. I know. I, I know. And it, it bums me out. I, I love I, I was just remembering the 
and we'll get to in a little bit why I was remembering the press days, the the August press days, and the seasons just seem to fly by this year. It's like I said. It's like I said. Once you see football games on Tuesday, college football Tuesday, you get sad because you know it's coming to an end. Oh, you know, Miami of Ohio plays Ohio on Tuesday night, and it's like, oh man, we're on the downhill. Yeah, you know we're going, and and of course. When we beat Purdue, I'm in Nebraska, hell varsity, thank God. Uh, when we beat Purdue and we had a three-game winning streak, and Matt Rule, the biggest stud that ever coached, just Tom Osborne at, at Nebraska, I was so happy. I was like, just give me a six win. Mm-hmm. Let's go back to a bowl game. And I don't care if we get blown out. And we are now clinging to one game to try to get our sixth win. And oh, that, that's just, it's so upsetting. Oh, but man. We, we play Iowa, of course. Uh, first game. It's a rivalry now. It's not Oklahoma because of all the, uh, the you know, the conference, uh, you know. Bullshit. Changes. So, so we got one more game. We're playing Iowa. It's in Lincoln. Nebraska's a two-and-a-half-point favorite, Joe. Because you know why? And the only reason that is because Iowa hasn't scored more than fifteen points all season. Yeah, but they're nine and two. I know they're nine and two, but I guarantee they won every game like ten to seven, oh, yeah. fifteen to thirteen, something like that. So, and Nebraska, we have got to get this win to go to a bowl game. If, if Matt Rule takes us to a bowl game, which I love that guy, I really do. He he. You love you, me I, more. When I send you his speech. For his last game, and, and when he brought breast cancer awareness, and he talked about moms being a warrior, they fought for you. They went out there. Your mom fought for you. She, my grandma, wanted ten more minutes alive so she could fight for her grandkids for ten more minutes for their grandkids, and and she, uh, and so that she, yeah, you didn't know what she was going through. Why? Because so you could be a little kid. She took all of shit, mm-hmm. so you could be a little kid. It was a great speech I've ever heard. Anyway, so I love the guy. That's what I'm trying to say. But uh, so we're favored by two because Iowa cannot score. That's the only reason we're favored by two. It, you know, if we were playing Michigan, we'd be we'd be underdogs by like thirty points. At but we're least. playing Iowa. That's our new. Uh, uh, See, I, you know, you know, I mean, we don't need to argue. I, I need this win. Arlie. No, I know. I need you, you have to have this win. You've been sitting at five wins now for three weeks. You, this is this is your third and last opportunity to become bowl eligible. And I'm yeah, with you, Joe. I'm with you that I miss the Oklahoma Nebraska game the day after Thanksgiving. I miss that. That was the day after Thanksgiving. The ladies yep. went shopping. The guys sat at home eight leftovers, and watch this game. And you could hate both teams, and I did hate both teams, but you still watch this game, and now it's Nebraska and Iowa because Oklahoma playing TCU. Because it's across the Missouri River, Mm. and the only reason we ran across the Missouri River is because the drinking age or the drinking time stopped at 1 a.m. in Nebraska, but Iowa was up until 2 a.m. So they all run across the river to get another hour of drinking in. Um... So, but, uh, uh, you know, we got to, I mean, you know, and the, the, the thing I love the best is when Bill McCartney, he's one of those, he's a faith keeper or a, a promiser or whatever, you know, he mm-hmm. take a vow to honor your 
your wife and and be a man of God. Shut up, McCartney, you piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> he, he, he was and he wanted to make he wanted to make Nebraska's new rivalry, and he put the Nebraska game up in red because after the Big Eight went to Big Twelve, and they went and then and Oklahoma was in that division, so there's no more day after Thanksgiving game like yep. you're talking about, and so he wanted to make it. He wanted to make that the new rivalry in Nebraska, Colorado, and he got so freaking mad because Osborne would say, they would say, oh, is Colorado your new rivalry? And he goes, Osborne would say, no, he goes, Oklahoma's our rivalry. Yeah. Oklahoma's our. He goes, oh, Colorado, we'll prepare for them just like we prepare for Iowa State. You know, we'll prepare <laughs> each week for each team. We'll prepare for them like we prepare for Iowa State. And I used to piss McCartney off so bad because he'd have the Nebraska and Red, and that, he wanted to make that the rivalry, and Osborne would not give him the pleasure of that. And thank you, Dr. Tom. All right, moving on. Thank God. Uh, big game on Friday. We have the Civil War going on in Oregon. Number 16, Oregon State, 8-3, and three, traveling all the way down to Eugene to take on the 10-1 and one Oregon Ducks. Oregon's fa- uh, favored by 14 points. Not, uh, you know, uh, because it is the Civil War, I don't see them winning by 14, but I got to go with Oregon. Uh, picking wise, of course, I'd pick Oregon. Look, I, I, I need, I need the teams in front of my team to get out of the way. Oregon shouldn't be in front of Texas, but we lost the wrong game. We lost Oklahoma. They lost to Washington. Washington was hot and they've stayed hot. Oklahoma shit the bed. Um, I'm rooting for Oregon state, but Oregon is going to totally win this game. I agree with you, Joe. Um, next game, the big one. Uh Oh, it's in the big house. Both teams undefeated. Some say this is the greatest rivalry in college football. I wouldn't be a part of that, say. Um, but number two, Ohio State takes on number three, Michigan. At the big house, Michigan is a three-point favorite. Hold on. Let me talk to the Michigan head coach. Oh, where's he at? Uh, he's not there. Oh, he's not there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Jimmy, how many games? You know, Harbaugh, you're a loafer. You've missed seven games this year, you scumbag. <laughs> so miss I, all I, I, Michigan will probably win it. I mean, but I, I don't care. I don't even care who. Wins. I hope they end in a tie. I really do. I don't even care who wins this game because I, I hate both of those schools. So I don't care who wins the game. But uh, I'm going to give it to the home team then. I don't. I don't know what. Honestly, watching these schools play is like watching paint dry. Yeah, I mean, watch the grass grow. I mean, I mean, Ohio State, they got Marvin Harrison Jr., who I think should win the Heisman, but he won't because his name is not Bo Nix and he's not a quarterback. Michigan's got a talented running back in Corum, who's a good running back. He's not great. He's not elite. He's not a superstar. Um, I, I, I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch a marathon of Last Man Standing instead of that game. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna. I, you're taking Michigan. I'll take Ohio State just for the shits and giggles. I really do think Ohio State. I really do think Ohio State's probably one of the best teams in the country. They really are. They're 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 stacked. 
And so I, if I, if I had to pick, I, I would take. I mean, I, I'll take Ohio State, but uh, okay. I don't care who wins. But mm-hmm. if, if I had to bet on it, I think Ohio State. I want Ohio State to beat Michigan. All right. Um, now another great rivalry that means absolutely dick this year, except that. Oh, Warbird, you're not going to be happy with me. Um, the 10-1 and Alabama Crimson Tide roll into Jordan-Hare Stadium in Auburn to take on the 6-5 and Auburn Tigers who lost to a 1AA school last week. Jesus. Oh, my God. Can you believe that? The Iron Bowl. A lot of people say this is the greatest rivalry in all of college sports, and I disagree. Yeah, hey, thank God it's Thanksgiving because it's an aluminum foil bowl. <laughs> um, uh, Al- Alabama's going to win, right? I mean, they're favored by 14 and a half points, but it- yeah, it's a rivalry game. Yeah, Nick Saban, even one loss for Nick Saban, and he pulls his hair out. I oh, mean, yeah. He can't even afford He He gets crazy when he loses one game, so he's not going to lose two. No, no, he's, and, and here's the thing. I, I am not going I, – I, I'm going to pull my Oregon thing here. Warbird, I'm sorry. I'm picking Alabama, but War Eagle, I want Auburn to win. I need these teams to lose to make Texas make playoff worthy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We've already beat you once this year. Don't and kill me. And the greatest to Auburn was Charles Barkley. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bo Jackson. I forgot about Bo. All right, next game up. It's a, a game in your backyard. Um, I don't know if this is a rivalry or not. Uh, no. I, I don't think it's a rivalry. Uh, the Wyoming Cowboys are riding in seven and four, taking on the two and nine Nevada Wolfpack. Wyoming's an eleven point favorite. Oh God, they're gonna roll. They're gonna roll. You know, I was so happy. For that kid, Wilson, I, I have a, I consider him kind of family, a friend of mine, and he's a, he, I consider he, he played at Nevada when they were Division One AA. Remember back oh, before yeah, it was yes. FBC or yes. FBS and FCS? Yes. It was Division I AA, and, and back in the Jeff Vargas days, and we used to play, and there's people that actually complain that, why didn't we just stay? Because we, cause we won all the time. Why didn't we stay? In, in that league, it's like no, because yeah, when you when you I, I hope he joined the Pac-12. We're going to take our lumps. We're going to take our lumps. We're going to get beat, but we'll be a we'll be a, in a Power Five conference. So we, we got you got to take your lumps when you grow. And 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 some of these people in Nevada are like, oh, I wish we just had played the Portland States and the Sacramento States and stuff like. No, fuck that. And we want I want I want to see some big neighbors come to town. And so I've always loved that. And some people don't like it because they they're they're just when you get more than four people in the stands. You could call it a rivalry, Nevada. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, nobody shows up at Nevada games, but Wyoming's going to kick the shit out of him. And I feel bad for Ken Wilson, the coach. He got his two wins, and you know, and he's still got Jay Norvell took all the players with him when he went to Colorado State and got four million. Oh, gee, why did he leave? Um, three million dollars more a year. I don't know if you'd leave for that, but I would. Um, but uh, so they're going to pound us. They're going to pound us. Wyoming, Wyoming's lost a couple of games. The last couple of weeks, they've lost a couple of games, and uh, they're better than that, and they're going to take it out on Nevada. Uh, I think so, too. Uh, your out says she's going. Uh, she she thought hell froze over, but she's going to go to the game. Um, I, look, Nevada has no chance at this. 
Uh, Warbird says, War Eagle. How stupid is that saying? Only Booger. Yeah, I mean, because they don't even have an eagle as a mascot. They're, they're the Auburn Tigers, aren't they? I mean, why do they yeah. have an eagle? They aren't the Auburn Eagles. Oh, yeah. Okay, show me the, the mascot of a rambling wreck of Georgia Tech. Yeah, they have a car, for God's they're sake. A, they're a yellow jacket. Yeah, no, that, that's that's not a rambling wreck. Now we yeah, have... Yeah. And if they are, show me their mascot then. Now, we have one more college game to get to, and this one's going to be a special game for me because oh, it's the last game of the go. season, and there have been some things said. Like... The head coach of the Texas Tech Red Raiders came out and said um, that the everything runs through Lubbock, meaning Texas Tech. Now, Texas Tech this year has not had a good year. They are 6-5. and five. They're bowl eligible, and, and God bless them. But let's also remember what the commissioner of the Big 12 told Texas Tech at Media Days. Candidly, we were able to get Texas and Oklahoma out a year early. There you go. That's a big deal for us. Bye. All of you. Okay. And coach. There it is. I'm not going to put any pressure on you, but I'm going to be in Austin for Thanksgiving. Okay. No. And you better take care you know, of business like you did right here in last year. I got when I was in Nebraska, and, and when you were like a sophomore in college, you get these credit card offers because they think you're going to be a famous doctor or something. So you get these credit card offers, you know. And So I had an American Express card, and I went I went balls to the wall. I went to L.A. I was at the Whiskey A Go-Go. Mm-hmm. I was at the Rainbow Room. I was at the, uh, the all the clubs. Every, and my my roommate, my fraternity brother, Sigmund, he went to Lubbock, Texas. Gee, who has a better spring break? I, th- I think you did, my friend, because there's nothing to do. Because he went to, to Lubbock. We were like, so the next year, he went with us to L.A. And we went back to Santa Monica or whatever. And we partied our, our nuts off. And, you know, it's like, oh, boy, spring break in Lubbock. That's what everybody writes home about, you know. Well, and the funny thing is is the game's in Austin. It's senior night at Darrell K. Royal Memorial Stadium. It's a night game, which we never get. It's the 10-1 Longhorns at home taking on the 6-5 Texas Tech Red Raiders. Joe, who you got? Well... I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Longhorns. I you know what I hope you guys get in the playoff. I do too. And we need they're this. talking about expanding the playoff to like a hundred teams now. So, so then, whatever. Then Nebraska will make it. Yeah, I hope you guys get the playoff. I, uh, Texas is gonna win it. I think you guys are a solid team. I really do. I mean, you guys have you guys have been like six and zero before seven zero, and you lose one, you lose another one, and it's like mm-hmm. oh, Texas showing their showing their weaknesses, but I really think you had a good team this year, and, I, and, and I'm going to be rooting for you, buddy. Uh, my pick, uh, let's see, let's go with this. Mm-hmm. Let's, we, we all know the words. The stars at night are big and bright, deep in the heart of Texas. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to take the Longhorns. Two years ago at DKR, Texas beat Tech 70-14. to 14. I'm saying it's going to be around that number on uh, on Friday night, and I cannot wait. Fucking fire. I warned you about Iowa State last week. Oh, you did. got close. No, it that got was... real close. Got too close for my comfort. That, that That's for I damn know, sure. I know. Uh, all right, Joe. You know, you know what time it is now, Joe. 
You you know what time it is. NFL time. Joe, Joe, Joe. Joe Feisman, a 39-yard strike. Last week, Joe, you had a rough morning. Damn it. But you rebounded great in the afternoon, and you had a 9-5 and five weekend. I, last weekend, in the morning, I was 8-1. and one. I was on fire in the morning. The afternoon games killed me. And then the fucking Eagles lose... I also go nine and five. Joe, you still have a two-game lead. Ninety-five wins, sixty-nine losses to my ninety-three wins, seventy-one losses. You know, you're gonna one day learn it's what I do, bro. <laughs> oh, I was talking all kind of mad shit in the early games. Let me tell and, you. And, and you know what? Was was how about the Broncos winning? Oh, fuck you on that one, too. I swear to God. No, no, you know what? The biggest one. You're like stupid to pick this. Not the Bronco game, but some other game. And I was stupid. No. I know exactly what game it was. I was just like, go eat it, Arnie. (laughs) No, it was the fucking Giants against the Redskins or the Commandos. And you took the Giants. And I was like, oh, that's stupid. what I do, bro. Oh, all right, Joe. We got to start with our Thanksgiving trifecta tomorrow. All on free TV. Fox, CBS, and NBC will be sporting games tomorrow. The first one on Fox. The four and six Green Bay Packers head to Ford Field to take on the eight and two. And they always have Thanksgiving games, just like the Cowboys. The Detroit Lions. Detroit's a seven and a half point favorite. What do you think? I don't like that seven and a half. I, I, I mean, I'm going to take the home team in this run. I'm going to take the Lions because they really do. They really do finally. You know, there's always a perennial loser. Everybody thinks the Lions, they're losers, you know. Mm-hmm. And they, I think they really have turned it around. I don't think that's said. And, 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 and every every better hates seven and a half. You know, that's a oh, more than a touchdown. But I think the Lions win the game. Um, I agree with you. Now, it. I want you to explain something real quick. As a better, because I don't bet a lot. You bet a lot more than me. When you see seven and a half points, is that just kind of a, a notion to you to just stay away? Because that's a, that's a yeah. it's like seven and a half or like ten and a half or three and a half. Right. And see, you can't buy. You can buy the hook. They call it the hook, the half. So you can say I'd like to buy the hook, and then you pay because normally you pay a dollar ten to win a dollar, right? Mm-hmm. But if it's seven and a half, you could say I'd like to buy the hook off to make it even seven. But then you pay a dollar twenty to win a dollar. You pay the you you got to spend more money, right. but you can't buy that hook. But you cannot buy the hook when it's two and a half or three and a half. You have to take the point. You cannot buy the hook off of that. You, you, but you could. But but it's just more money for the bookie. You know, it's mm-hmm. a, the bookie. People don't understand the bookie. He's a, just a better. If everybody bets the Packers and the Packers are playing the Niners, whatever. If everybody bets the Packers, guess who the bookie has? He's betting on the Niners because mm-hmm. he doesn't get a choice in who he bets. He has to take that side. So uh, you you could buy that hook off. Um, but uh, that's you know. And then they'll, the team will end up winning by, you know, 20. Right. So it doesn't matter in the end, you know. But, yeah, but seven and a half is like, 
uh, uh, I wouldn't bet it. I would, okay. I, you know, I, I, I mean, I, I, I like to bet, but I like, I do it as fun. You know, right. I don't, I don't put my but life like, savings I, on it. My if, life savings is like $20. But like, if you saw a line that was six and a half or two and a half, those are ones you jump on, right? Because all you need is a touchdown or a field goal and you win. You know what I like, Arnie. Yeah. Home dog, baby. Home dog. All right. Next game up, we have at uh, 3.30 my time, 1.30 on the West Coast, the 4-7 and seven Commandos will be bringing their shit case to Dallas to take on the 7-3 and three Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys are a 12.5-point favorite. This is game three in a row of fucking pancake-easy fucking win for the Cowboys. Well, I want you to know right now, I have just taken off my pajamas and gone commando. That a boy. Wait a second. Do you mean to tell me you're picking the commandos? Yep. Whoa. And, I, and I'm naked. I don't know which one is worse. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not going to challenge you on your picks, but that's a terrible pick. The Cowboys have a 12-game home winning streak going right now, and we're playing bad team after bad team, and the Commandos are a bad team. But, Joe, you've picked them. I've written it down. It's in gold. We're, we're ready to go. We're moving on to the next and, game. And, and remind you of all my bad picks. Who's leading this race? Oh, ho, ho, ho. All right. Thank, next thank game up. Next game up on uh, – Thanksgiving night. Oh gosh, boy! If if your if your turkey hasn't digested, Chris Collinsworth might might make you puke. The seven and three Niners go on the road in conference to take on the six and four Seahawks, who are four and one at home. San Francisco's a seven point favorite on the road. Joe, it's a home dog. I know, I know, but I I, I, I hate Pete Carroll. I hate the Seahawks. I hate even though he's a Bronco now. I hate Russell Wilson. I hate Seattle. I'm taking the Niners. Okay. Uh, I'm taking the Niners because the head coach is a former Longhorn. So uh, that's why I'm taking them. And I I, cannot, I lived in Seattle, and I hate the city. So there you go. Um, next game up. Now, this is on Friday. This is weird. There's a game on Friday on Prime Video. Yeah, there's a Friday NFL game. That is weird. So strange. Okay, so the 7-3 and three Dolphins are headed to East Rutherford, New Jersey, to take on the New York J-E-T-S Jets, 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 who are four and six. Miami's a nine-and-a-half-point favorite. I already told you before, I, you already know my answer for this because I said I, I, for the rest of the year I will not bet against the Dolphins. Okay. Taking the Dolphins. Now, now, is it still true that the Dolphins have never won a game when it was lower than 60 degrees? Is I that... don't know. You know, I always hated that because every guy in the team, he, he probably played from Wisconsin or Minnesota or, you know, they, it's not like they've been at South Beach their whole life and, oh, they're freezing. No, they came from colleges that are cold. I mean, it's so stupid. Oh, the Dolphins are from Miami. They don't like the cold weather. Well, every player on the team is playing in cold weather. It's stupid. So, but I'm, I'm taking the Dolphins. I, I, too, am taking the Dolphins because I found that to be just such a worthless fucking quote um, that they, they don't went, look, Dolphins are a good team. You, you can't deny the fact that they are a good team this year. Uh, all right, now we get back to Sunday games. This one's going to be down in Hotlanta. 
where the 5 and 5 New Orleans Saints are taking on the 4 and 6 Atlanta Falcons. Falcons are a 1 point favorite. What has happened to the NFC South? It is horrible. Apparently it went south. <laughs> you know, uh, I always I always think about, you know, uh, when you talk about the Dolphins before the last game. Like, remember uh, Scarface? Remember when Nanny, when when Tony's up there getting chainsawed, his buddy's getting chainsawed, and oh, Nanny's yeah. down there trying to pick up chicks? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Fifteen minutes is up, douchebag. <laughs> we got a problem up here. Yeah. Would, you, would you mind coming up? That's a, it's like, yeah, like, you know, the Dolphins are like that. Um, so, uh, let's see. Uh, this Saints, is a Friday Falcons. game. Dolph- yeah. I know we already took the Dolphins. Yeah, what yeah. game are we on? We're, we're on the Saints and Falcons. Oh, I hate the Falcons. I'm taking the Saints. Okay. Uh, that was a long way to go for that. Saints. You uh, know what? <laughs> I do a show. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take the Falcons uh, at home. I still believe in B. John Robinson. Uh, all right. Ooh, 12 o'clock on CBS. The 6 and 4. Pittsburgh Steelers take on the five and five Joe Burrowless less Cincinnati Bengals. The Steelers are a one point favorite on the road. Yeah, like Cincinnati's real far from Pittsburgh. I can take a bus there. Um, you know, I'm gonna I take can take a bus to fucking Canada. You're bowl eligible. You stupid <laughs> bucks. Uh, I'm taking the Steelers, of course. I, we've got to get another win. Um, let me ask you this. Is the Bengals' season over? No. You, no. you think a backup can help them? I mean, Joe Burrow's out for the rest of the season. It doesn't matter. It's the NFL. I mean, I mean, they're 5-5. Five and five. I mean, they, 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 they're probably their season is probably over, like you said. But, I mean... Uh, it doesn't matter. I mean, just just try to get in the playoffs. I would at this point. I'm 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 amazed that the Steelers have a better record than the Bengals. Well, the Steelers just fired their offensive coordinator as well, so you got that going for you. And every time we used to look at the Steelers, I called a buddy of mine one time. I was like, "You remember when we like we watched what you know? They call it the crawl at the bottom of the screen. You know the crawl, yes. the stats at the bottom of the screen, and scroll along. Yes. You know, and you look at you look at, it. and it was always like you know, and, and I see Steelers. You know, sixteen of nineteen for one hundred and six yards passing. Well, I remember Roethlisberger was four hundred and sixty-five yards passing. You know, not one hundred and six yards every week. You know, so it was like so. I, it it, it irks the shit out of me. But uh, I got to go for the Steelers, of course. Uh, Then we've got another wonderful fucking matchup. The 1-9 Panthers, who I watched last week, and they are not good. And they're taking on the 3-7 Tennessee Titans. The Titans are at home. Contractually, I have to make my pick of the Panthers here, which I don't want to, but I have to, and I will. Oh, God, what a terrible game. You know, Jerry Richardson, I don't know if he owns the Panthers, though. He was owner of Denny's, and I told you we, we owned a Denny's for years. Right. And I went to the convention. I played a lot of golf. I didn't go to the convention that much. But uh, 
Jerry Richardson on that. He was a really nice guy, really, really nice guy, but I don't know if he owns him anymore, but I've never been a Panther fan. I hate, and I hate Cam Newton, for God's sake. Well, he's not there anymore. It's because of your hair that you're not getting to playing. Shut up. It's because you suck. That's why you're not playing. You and Colin Kaepernick, go play Monopoly or something. Um, I'm taking, I know, but you know what? I'm going to make it interesting because I know you hate Tennessee. I'm going to take the Titans. All right, yeah, that's that's the that's one of the bigger who care games of the weekend. We got a bunch of them coming up, um, like the next one. The four and six Buccaneers are on the road against the five and five Colts. The Colts are a two and a half point favorite. Taking the Colts. Yeah, I'm going to take the Colts in that one too because, well, it, that that's just a terrible game, but not as bad as this next game. Remember when this was a Super Bowl a long time ago? When the 2-8 and eight New England Patriots were once great, and they're taking on the 3-8 and eight New York football giants? It's in East Rutherford, and New England is a three-point favorite. How is New England a favorite? I know, I know. And you know what? They did me a favor. The uh, Giants did me a favor last week, so I'm going to take them, take them again this week. Uh, I'm going to stick with the Giants. Um, but like you said, what a bore bowl that is going to be. Like, uh, like I mean, just, the NFL is just so boring sometimes. It really and, – and Tom Brady came out the other day. Did you see Tom Brady spoke about that? He said that the product is an inferior product now. Yeah, it's like nobody can – I mean, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you talk about like Kansas and Missouri. You know, one was a slave state. The other was a free state. You know, that goes – I mean, we're talking real real pissed off people. Like once it's, it goes back hundreds of years – or well, well, not hundreds, but 120 years, you know, and and, and, and it involves stuff like, you know, stuff like slavery and stuff, you know, and, and the NFL is just a bunch of rich guys running around. I don't even know what that rant was about, but God love you, Joe. Because I know that I'm nobody. I'm saying the NFL is a bunch of rich guys running around, but but college football has some history. You know, it has history. It has, uh, you know, like I said, Kansas was a was a, Missouri was a slave state. Kansas <laughs> wasn't, you know, and and, and uh, it's, it, it involved history and it goes back hundreds of years and and stuff. And the NFL is just a bunch of O.J. Simpsons running around. Okay, all right. <laughs> I'm just trying to make the show entertaining. Oh, right? you're, yeah, and you're doing a great job of it, my friend. Let me tell you, there is no other show in America that has Joe Murphy on it, and I couldn't be more proud of that fact. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, you're a beautiful crowd. Uh, how about the 7-3 and three Jacksonville Jaguars taking on the 6-4 and four Houston Texans? This actually not half bad game. Got to say it. Two teams I don't like, but not a half bad game. Jacksonville, two-point favorite. My my girlfriend just left the room to go warn her mother that it's not a new lover she has. It's still the same stupid Joe Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> so that just happened. Oh, Jesus. I, I love you too, honey. Have a great day. Um, oh, God. <laughs> so who are we talking about now? The Rams, Gardles? No, no, no. We're talking about the Jags, Texans. Oh, yawn again. No, okay. this is a good game. Seven and three against six and four. Come on. This is a decent game. The Texans are really, they, they showed up this year, didn't they? So did the Jags. Yeah, I, you know what? I, I, I'm going to take the Jags. The Jags have been a laughing stock of the NFL, 
And they're finally, you know, they got something to be proud of, and, and they're playing well. Especially they ship them off to England every week to go play over there. Go, we don't want you in America. Go play in England. And uh, so I'm kind of proud of the of the Jags. So I'm gonna take the Jags. I got the Jags also in that. Next game up, we got the seven and three Browns. No Deshaun Watson, no big deal, I guess. Their defense is He's gonna play. Getting a massage. <laughs> uh, taking on the. Five and five Broncos who have won a couple in a row. Are the Broncos back? Is Sean Payton starting to pay off there in in Denver? Well, let me tell you something, Russell Wilson. Your wife did not sing Diamonds in the Sky. That's another Sierra, okay? You can rot in hell, Russell. I'm taking the other side. Taking the brownies? Yep. Uh, I too have the. I like the Browns. I, I, I mean, I, I like them as as far as you know the the Browns go. But I kind of like them right now, being hot. And then they'll shit the bed, of course. Now here we go. Here's a throwaway game: the four and six Rams on the road against the two and nine Cardinals. I'm going with boy, my boy Kyler. You're going Cardinals on this game? Yep, I'm taking the Cardinals. I like that kid. He's a tough kid. He's only his second game back, and I like him. Everybody makes fun of him because he's five foot nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to take him. Uh, I'm going to take the the Rams because I can't stand Kyler Murray. He went to Oklahoma. Um, oh, boy. Big game in the desert at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. The seven and three Kansas City Chiefs will be on the road against the five and six Las Vegas Raiders. I'm gonna take the Raiders finally. Well, do, now do we know is Taylor gonna be at this game? Will Taylor Swift be at this game? Did, did anybody know? Ask your girl. She's the Swifty. She is. I, I, I know that that, that that she's not coming back for Thanksgiving. I don't know if she'll come. Well, she probably got a concert. Probably won't be at that game. Um, okay. I'm, she's I'm, out there like Brazil or, or Afghanistan. She's performing <laughs> somewhere, I'm sure. Uh, I'm going to take the Chiefs uh, just for the fact that the Raiders aren't very good. Um, now we have the 6-5 and five Bills. Against the nine and one Eagles, Eagles who just beat the Chiefs on Monday night. Uh, the Eagles are a three and a half point favorite on at home. Yeah, well, because of the transfer portal, uh, Jalen Hurts has played for like nine college teams. Um, <laughs> but I do like Jalen Hurts. I'm going to take the Eagles. Uh, Eagles at home. Look, I I hate the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills can kiss my ass. They 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 have they have let me down the last two seasons. And I hate, there's nothing more I hate than taking the Eagles, but fly, Eagle, fly. Ugh. Uh, all right, the Sunday night game. The 8-3 and three Ravens against the 4-6 and six Chargers. Will this be the weekend that the Ravens show us they're for real? Just because I hate the Ravens, I'm taking the Chargers. I, I hate the Ravens. I hate Ray Lewis. I, and I hate, I've never anymore. read an Edgar Allan Poe novel in my life. Okay. Uh, well, actually, I just read People magazine, but, um, <laughs> but no, I hate the Ravens. I, I'm, 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 I'm taking the Chargers. Uh, I'm going to take the Ravens because I, I don't think they're for real, but they're eight and three and the Chargers are bad. Uh, all right. Last game, the Monday night game. How is this on Monday night football? 
the three and eight Chicago Bears, yuck, against the six and five Minnesota Vikings. And you know where I'll be. Oh, you're gonna you you and Chris Payne are gonna be hand in hand. Payne was party. That's mm-hmm. right. Do you know? Listen to me. Do you know that that Jay Jam and Jay Slater is a part of the morning show over at 105.7? Yeah, yeah. He's he's not a part timer anymore. No. Oh, hey, I, I I'm I'm rooting for Jay. It's Jay. I do root for Jay too. I really do. I mean, uh, he's Kevin Smith. He's not the funniest guy in the world, but but uh, yeah, but I root for Jay. He's a good kid. And uh, he tries so hard, and I, and I do love him for that. And uh, but I, I couldn't believe that he, he's actually a morning show host. He's not just a part timer. And, and and I wish him luck. I wish him all the best. Oh, he's uh, it's him and Kevin Smith, and they got some girl in there. And uh, I'm rooting for him. I, I I'm totally rooting for him. I'm gonna take the Vikings though at home. They're gonna take the Vikings at home. Rhino just said Bears by sixty three. Well, I don't think I'm gonna take the Bears by sixty three. I uh, I'll take the Vikings. I, I I don't even know. I that division just pisses me off too. I mean, for God's sakes, uh, the black and blue division. Really, mm-hmm. it's called the black and boring division. No kidding. Well, Joe, uh, that does it for all our sports. Do you have anything to add today, my friend? No, I just want to say that I did today's show. I'm at the foot. Of the bed of, of my the person that I love the most, and I, I came to her house and and I'm gonna spend Thanksgiving with her and her mom, and and so I just woke up when you called me. I mean I woke up a little bit before I did prepare a little bit, but uh, I want to wish you and yours and all the people you love a happy Thanksgiving, and I thank God that every week we get to touch base with each other. I really enjoy it, and I love you so much, Arnie. Uh, Joe, I I feel the same. I love you. Buddy, I hope that you have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Uh, I'm going to let you in on this: that Missouri was once a slave state, and it goes back to rivalries back hundreds of years, or at least 120 years. Uh, I'm going to leave you on that note right there, Joe. <laughs> Keep googling, you scumbag. <laughs> Joe, have a great weekend, buddy. See ya. Oh, Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy, everybody. All right, 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Hit me up on Mixler Laugh Break coming up next.
run a little bit high tonight I can barely see the road from the heat coming up Reach down between my legs Ease the seat back
Welcome back to the show here on a Wednesday, uh, Thanksgiving Eve also. Hope everybody's doing good. If you just missed Joe Murphy, you, you missed out on a lot. Boy, he gave us a, a history lesson about slavery in the uh, Americas, in the, the central part of Americas. Uh, it was, uh, if I said breathtaking, I'd be lying more like mind-numbing is what it is, but that's what Joe does. And that's why we love Joe Murphy every day that we can get Joe Murphy on the show. And that show, if you missed it, don't worry. It'll go up as soon as the show's over and you can hear all of Joe in his glory. Freedom Girl says, good morning, Arnie and Ass family and Joe Murphy. Want to wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving. Off work until Monday, headed to the coast. Love me some Joe Murphy. He's awesome and never disappoints. No, no, he doesn't. Swoosh says, this show goes off the rails on a crazy train every time Murphy comes on, and I'm here for it. God damn right you are, Swoosh. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Keyless Chuck. I'm Chuck. He's something, isn't he? Says, good morning. Uh, as family, Joe is in rare form today. Happy. And have a great Thanksgiving. Is Ass going to be on Friday? Yes, I'm going to be on Friday. I will be here, and, and the show is just going to be, I'm, I'm going to have some stuff. I was going to hold on to this until Friday, but I'm not. Um. Oh, and you know what? I didn't play your outs either. He's fantastic. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, just a great guy and really uh, very, very knowledgeable. He I has am. a tremendous memory. Or mm-hmm. is that Joe? And really enjoyed being with him. Yeah. Uh, your out says, and here I was getting my history from an R1 research university. <laughs> my bad. Oh. Um, I was going to save this until Friday, but, but I'm, I'm going to get it out now because I need to get it out because there's a lot of stuff that angers me in the world, but nothing angers me more than when people go after comedians. Um, I got a listener mail in and by the way, listener mail, uh, always sponsored by our dear friends at JS Floors, the best flooring store in the West. The rest, you know what the rest do? The rest they go vegan for Thanksgiving. That's what they do. Yeah, Jesse doesn't do that. Give him a call, 775-267-4123. Oh, what a beautiful Just real quick, morning. Welcome to Mail Call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for Mail Call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? This is from April. It says, Arnie, what do you think of the blowback Matt Reif is getting from his new comedy special? Did you see his response? Okay. Well, let's unpack all this first. Um, if you're wondering who Matt Reif is, Matt Reif is a stand-up comedian. He's uh, he's kind of the Enfuego comedian uh, right now. He had a viral clip. Go- he had a clip from one of his stand-up shows because he's really good at talking to his audience. He's very, very quick on his feet. and uh, Well, at least it seems that way. And the clip went viral. It had like, you know, 50 million views. And then he sold out fucking arenas all over the country. And he's, he's, he's a very young comedian. Um, Matt Reif is laughing all the way to the bank. Yes, he is. I'm seeing him November 30th at Hard Rock. Nice. 
Um, I'm not the. I, I've seen the special, and I gotta say this: I think that when he interacts with the crowd, is much better than his written material. And that's just me personally. I watched the special, and it didn't do anything for me. But what people are having a problem with are that that he started his special off this week with a domestic violence joke. I've been following him for a while. He blew up. I plan on going to see him in Wheatland at Hard Rock, but tickets are now two hundred dollars for the back row. Oh yeah. Oh, he blew. He blew up. He 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 went nuclear. He's a good looking guy, and, and a lot of the ladies love him because he's a he's a good looking guy. But once again, I think his written material needs work. He's great on his toes, and 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 like like your out said, he's laughing all the way to the bank. Absolutely. So he tells this joke about domestic violence, and it wasn't bad. I didn't think it was horrible. Um, and the crowd laughed. There was some kind of that was kind of, uh, but but for the most part, they laughed. And then uh, he responded because people had backlash against it. Oh, I can't believe that Matt Reif is starting out his comedy special with, with a domestic violence joke. Oh, is he tone deaf? Blah, 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 blah. Matt Reif then responded on Instagram, Hey, sorry, here's a link to my actual apology. And it was a link. This part was fucking hilarious. It's a link for kids who have to wear helmets. Now, I know that's not funny. It is, but it is. I mean, he linked people to where they should have to wear helmets to go outside. I thought that was a great response. Fantastic. He hit that out of the fucking park. And, of course, he's getting blowback for that. Let me tell you this right now. There's another comedian who's been getting some blowback, and it's Bill Burr. Bill Burr's wife, a couple weeks ago at a UFC event, flipped off Donald Trump, and everybody's fucking losing their mind over it. And he came out and spoke about it. Now, his new movie on Netflix is, shows him going kind of soft, and Bill Burr was one of those comedians that used to make me really laugh. But all these guys have kind of gotten soft. The, only one, the, the one that stayed the hardest is Tom Segura. Even Burt Kreischer has gotten to be where I'm just like, okay, keep your shirt on. These guys are all great doubles hitters when I look at comedy. They're really good. They're going to get paid a lot of money, and rightfully so. There aren't a lot of guys who are up there hitting triples and home runs all the time. Those guys are like the Chappelles of the world. And honestly, the Ricky Gervais. I think Ricky Gervais is the most talented comedian in the world. The end. I'll match him up against anybody. And here's the fucking funny part about that. Ricky Gervais is my favorite comedian that's working today. I would not hang out with Ricky Gervais. I I don't know if I would piss on Ricky Gervais if he was on fire across the street. Because he's very, very agnostic, doesn't believe in God, thinks you're stupid for it. And also, he hates people that hunt, especially wild animals, wild game, like zebras and stuff like that. And he 
puts horrible things up, and, and I disagree. I, I, I don't care if people want to do that and they have the right to do that, then they can go do that. Those are two things that I can't stand, but I still love his comedy. You know why? You know why? Because I'm an adult. I'm an adult. And my feelings, it, it takes a lot more than that to hurt my feelings. I can see past that stuff. Now, if I can't, if I can't, then guess what? I choose not to listen to that comedian. Isn't that weird? I don't go on a letter-writing campaign. I, 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 don't, I don't march in the streets. I don't go to where they do business and say, if you put this comedian on, I will block the entry. I, I don't do that. I just don't go. I also love how the Daily Wire took Matt Rice's post and put Candace Owens clip right after it. Life's hard. Wear a helmet. That's fantastic. Um, so these people that are losing their minds over Matt Reif, you didn't even know who Matt Reif was four months ago. Settle the fuck down, Alice. And if your name is Alice, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to put you down there. But settle the fuck down. He's a comedian out there doing his job, and he's found an audience. God bless him for it. God bless him for making money at it because it's fucking hard. I am so tired of people trying to cancel comedians and trying to cancel comedy. Why don't you work harder on trying to ban pedophiles? Why don't you work harder on real stuff? rather than a comedian giving his anecdotal takes on today's society because they offend you because it doesn't go down your political belief system. How about we all go to Sears or, I don't know, JCPenney or someplace, and we go to the men's and women's section, and we put on our big boy pants and our big girl pants, and we act accordingly. My mom, who's not a saint, and I'm talking about my stepmom, Jeannie, the woman who raised me. She was not a saint, but she had her limits. And I'll never forget. We, we, were, we were in St. Louis visiting my, my sister's house, and sister had HBO. This is back when my sister was alive. And we watched Eddie Murphy Delirious. It was the first time Delirious ever played. And I loved Eddie Murphy because Saturday Night Live. And I said, can we watch it? Can we watch it? Can we watch it? And they're like, yeah, you can watch it. Our classroom motto is life is tough, be tougher. That's a fucking awesome motto. That is fantastic. You need to trademark that. And I remember when that special started. And he, he went off. Eddie Murphy, the fuck you, man. I know that was in Raw, but, you know, Delirious, he talks about Mr. T raping fucking Ed Norton. <laughs> because it was funny. And I'm sitting there as a kid laughing my ass off. And do you know what my mom did? My mom got up and left the room. She didn't want to watch it. She was put off by it. She went and read. 
she did something else. Now, funnier story is, is a couple years later, we finally got a VCR. And my mom always, my, my mom always tried to help my comedy. She knew I was funny and she tried to push me. And I'll never, ever forget. She's like, I rented, I rented a video. I was like, what'd you get? And I was hoping she got like, you know, something cool like Fast Times at Ridgemont High or something. But she got Red Fox's brown bag special. Now, I love Red Fox. Red Fox is, he's probably tied with Don Rickles as my all-time favorite comedians. But I love Red Fox. And she put that videotape in. And Red Fox starts by describing the word fuck and how many connotations fuck can have. My mother stopped the VCR. She says, I've had enough of this dark humor, this blue humor. She took it back to the video store. Fucking hilarious. Later in life, I did rent it and finish watching it, just as I did Corvette Summer when we left the drive-in seeing that when I was a kid. Uh, Let's see. Uh, You're out says, the good thing is he's made good friends with other comedians, and they stand by him. They know that this too shall pass and that they know how to get past the critics. I bet they'll say, stick with the crowd work, do what you do. That is what Matt Rifle is good at. Yeah, he's fantastic. He's excellent at it. And I hope he doesn't go in. Like I said, I probably won't watch another one of his specials. I, I, I don't mind seeing his clips on online. That's fine. I won't sit down and watch it. It takes a lot for me to sit down and watch a special now. It seems after these comedians do, like, two specials, they kind of soften up. Joe Coy was that way for I loved Joe Coy at first. Now Joe Coy is kind of, eh. I blame that on Chelsea Handler, though. Ron Delirious, still my favorite. Fantastic. Hey, Rocco. Oh, look, I love Rodney, too. Now in here, I say, yes, yes, fuck you, too. You don't have to hear that in your head. Fuck you, too. There you go. Your ass stinks was my favorite Red Fox album. Uh, Alicia says, I really enjoy Matt Rife. Yeah. Aldo Jr. says, George Carlin is my stand-up goat. It doesn't matter. See, and this is, this is the part that gets me the most, is how stupid these arguments are about comedians. Because comedy is subjective, meaning comedy is different from e- for everybody. And if you can have that gift to make a lot of people laugh at once, then you truly have something. But comedy is subjective. There are some people that find knock-knock jokes hilarious. Now, those people will probably have to order the helmets that Matt Reif is talking about. But I told, I told a knock-knock joke last week because I thought it was fucking funny. Knock-knock. Who's there? Yoda Leahy. How many of you did it? It's funny. The one joke that's not funny, and no one will ever make it funny, no matter how many perverts you put into it, the chicken crossing the road. Why did the chicken cross the road? To get to the other side. That's not funny. That's stupid. Why did chicken cross the road? He was stuck to the pervert. Okay. Now you're getting a little bit better, but you just went fucking from dumb to completely blue that somebody's fucking a chicken. 
Bill Cosby himself is one of my all-time favorites. Look, Bill Cosby at one time was the greatest stand-up comedian in the world. He was raping chicks at night, but hey, he was still funny. But he was clean. And see, here, this is the thing. Here's the subjective part. There are people out there that would be willing to spend hundreds, if not thousands of dollars to see Jerry Seinfeld. I might pay 10 bucks to see him. Maybe. And I'm not taking away. I'm not saying that Jerry Seinfeld's a bad comedian at all. Jerry Seinfeld's just not my kind of comedian. I need dirt. I need my comedians to be dirty. I'm sorry if you want to judge me and say, oh, you're a juvenile. Well, then there you go. Neener, neener. Fuck you, too. I like comedy that's dirty. I grew up with Richard Pryor, Red Fox, Eddie Murphy, Andrew Dice Clay. You name them. George Carlin. I don't like, I, I just don't like clean comedians. I don't, and, and there's nothing wrong with them. And I know that, that back when I was doing a lot more comedy, I could have made a shit ton of money. And I should have, looking back on it, I should have, to do clean comedy. But I, I did a clean comedy show for 25 years. And I have nothing against comedians that do clean shows to make money because I know how hard the grind is. But the best lesson that was ever taught to me, and, and I give this guy a lot of credit for any kind of stand-up work that I've done, is Carlos Rodriguez. Carlos Rodriguez is a road warrior. I wish that he would get the attention that he deserves because he is absolutely hysterical. And I, I told him about my dilemma about being clean comic. He goes, that's not a problem. I mean, think about it this way. If you hired a plumber, wouldn't you want him to bring all the tools? And the blue humor is my tool. You aren't a Henny Youngman guy, Arnie? Take my wife, please. Henny Youngman was great at giving one-liners. Andrew Dice Clay in his nursery rhymes, hickory dickory dock, some chick was sucking my cock, the clock struck two, I dropped my goo, kicked the bitch off the next block. hey oh, Little old lady lived in the shoe, so I had so many kids, her uterus fell out. Do you think the stand-up jumped the shark with Jeff Dunham? I never saw the appeal of his puppets. Great question. Great question. Puppets have been around. Ventriloquists have been around forever. Those guys have made a living forever. Who's the black guy? Who had the who had the black one? You had the guy with Madam and, and Jeff Dunham. Jeff Dunham just was the home run to those people that found the puppets to be funny. I didn't get it. It wasn't my thing. But Jeff Dunham made a ton of money. Best clean comic, I think, of is Brian Regan. Brian Regan is genius. And, and I will agree with that statement 100%. I got to meet him when he was on fire way back in the day. Super nice guy. Super clean comedian. But hysterical. Um, I thought Bill Burr's response was perfect. He hit Republicans and MAGA, and not only did he have a point, it was funny. Oh, absolutely. He, t he, he told them, wait a second, you're the ones calling everybody snowflakes. Now this happens and you can't take it? Good for him. Uh, they use freedom of speech to complain about people using freedom of speech. Um, see, here's the House of Pain. You asked this question about Jeff Dunham and, and the dummies that he uses. Um, 
there, there's a huge market out there for it. It's, it's like prop comics. Now, I'm doing this just to, to kind of piss off Braddy Kid, but not really. Braddy Kid is a huge Carrot Top fan. I fucking hate Carrot Top. Carrot Top is garbage. But if Carrot Top ever came to Dallas, or if we were in Vegas, next time we go to Vegas, we're going to see Carrot Top. Why? Because she wants to go see him. I can sit there for an hour and a half and, and not find him funny. But every comedian, but he has sellout crowds all the time. And he works his ass off. I, I, can't, I can't knock his hustle. I still hate his comedy, but Aldis says, I miss the blue-collar comedy guys, Foxworthy, Ingvall, Larry, and Tater Salad. Um, I like Tater Salad. And that was it. Bill Ingvall I got to meet. We got to interview him one time in Reno. Super nice guy. Jeff Foxworthy, can't fucking stand. You might be a pharmacist if you wear a white coat and prescribe medicine. He yuck, 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 yuck. You might be a race car driver if you're wearing a flame-retardant suit driving around 250 miles an hour at Talladega. A hick, a hick, a hick. You might be a comedian if you stand on stage and say, you might be a comedian. A hick, a hick, a hick. Fucking, I hate Jeff Foxworthy. Um, no bigger magazine than me. America has lost its sense of humor. The lady didn't jump up and down, scream, block traffic. She had the right to show her IQ number in public. There you go. And say what you will about Cosby, but the best clean stand-up comedy special, in my opinion, uh, is Bill Cosby himself, hands down. Mm-hmm. Sebastian Maniscalco is pretty damn funny. If you like him, I, I, he's okay. He's one of these comedians I go, eh, he's funny. I can see why people, it's an appeal thing. It's an act thing. He's doing shtick. That's great. When you get to the level that those guys are at, they have they have a solid base, and they have people that will love them and follow them for the rest of their career, and they don't have to worry about anything. Good for them. They found their niche. Carrot Top is never going to have to work at Home Depot. Just not. And neither is Matt Reif. And Matt Reif, God bless you for coming back with that statement of people having to wear helmets. Good for you. Good for you not to fucking bow down and go, oh, I'm so sorry that I made these jokes. I apologize to anybody I offended with them. It was just my late take on domestic violence. Shut up. Just shut up. I mean, there's that. Look, hey, I'll let y'all in on a little secret. Y'all, 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 y'all come around here. Sit in the wigwam, shall we? Let's go. Sit Indian style. I'm talking, I'm talking casino, not call center. Guys, tell those jokes. Here you go. Here's a perfect example. This is once again, once again, well, I'm going to walk into Manland, where people don't want to believe shit happens there. Like people say, "Well, I'm going to grab him by the pussy." Um, what do you tell a woman with black eyes? With two black eyes? Nothing. You told her twice already. I'm against battered women. I like mine grilled. I mean, it, look, these are horrible jokes. They're jokes. 
And there are people out there that will be laughing at those jokes. Why? Because it tickles their funny bone. And if you can't accept that, I have a simple statement to you. Fuck off. If you can't handle what other people find funny, fuck off. You don't have to live in their shoes. You don't know what they're going through that might find that that funny. This is the part that pisses me off. Is that we're supposed to all laugh at the same stuff? I'm supposed to think that Lily Tomlin is one of the greatest comedians of all time? Well, I don't. Point three five got told a few times, too. Uh, you can tell some big-name comedians get criticism from sponsors and take it personally. You get to choose who you represent. Yeah. I like my coffee like I like my women ground up and in the freezer. There you go, Chuck. There's the, the, there's their jokes. I don't know why people get so offended by jokes. I mean, there are some that are tasteless that are wrong. I'm not afraid to tell the jokes here. Uh, look, look. This is a joke that I would never tell on TikTok because I don't want to get kicked off the platform. I'm starting to grow my numbers again, slowly. You ready? What's the worst part about being black and Jewish? This is so bad. Um, you have to sit in the back of the oven. And now I'm on a list. Will probably already was. Uh, Gerard says, "Are you seeing anybody?" Oh, AIG simply spoken truth. Look, some of y'all are gonna laugh at that. Some of y'all laugh at the 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 one. What's the difference between? Oh, Jesus. Blueberry Sun says that joke sucks balls. Okay, hey, that's fine. Difference between snow tires and, and black folks? Snow tires don't sing when you put chains on them. Horrible jokes. But there are people out there that will laugh at that. Am I worried? About, no, I'm not worried about it because they're jokes. They're mean. They're offensive jokes. They're jokes. Didn't Gilbert Godfrey tell a 9-11 joke like two weeks after it happened? People still loved him. Gilbert Godfrey was known as Mr. Too Soon. Gilbert Godfrey didn't give a fuck. Gil, if, if it, the thing that, that I didn't like about Gilbert Godfrey was his style. I didn't like the way he talked, and I know that was all part of his shtick. I watched a documentary about him, and he's very, 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 you know, very soft-spoken guy when he's not on stage. But when he hits the stage, he's Gilbert Godfrey. And you know what? I respect that. Because he knows his job, and he does his job. His job is to jump so far past the line and not be apologetic for it. And the same can be said for Norm MacDonald. Norm MacDonald was about the closest we had to Gilbert Gottfried for being Mr. Too Soon. I remember hearing a story about Norm MacDonald. Uh, I... I, I think it was the guy who made the goat noises. He was telling this story about Norm. And uh, they showed up at this venue. And the venue's like, okay, this is a clean set, no dirty words, no, no blue comedy. 
And those guys at that level, they'll have a set or two or three that are clean. But Norm McDonald was in a mood that night. Norm McDonald was second to go up. And I believe that Norm McDonald started off with, hey, did you see the tits on that fucking cunt in the front? <laughs> Pretty much ended the set. Jim Brewer, that's it. Uh, thank you, C-Nasty. To thine own self be true, played or something like that. No, and, and, and that's the thing. That's the thing. I root for people like Matt Reif. Matt Reif is a young guy. He's got his whole career ahead of him. I'd like to, I, I, I ain't got nothing against him. I like a guy who, who's, who's entertaining. We need more entertaining people. For fuck's sake, we're still not getting new TV shows now till February. Brand new season of Fargo started last night. I tell you what, the, the, the new season of Fargo started, and the chick from uh, Ted Lasso's in it, the chick that played Kaylee, Kaylee, God damn it, she sounds like she's native from Minnesota. That chick can act. I saw her in a movie one time with uh, Emil uh, Hirsch and uh, All Right, All Right, All Right, and she played some white trash southern girl. Perfect on the accent. I don't even know what kind of accent she got in real life, if she's British or not. But those are talented people. I like talented people. And get all these people out here. Oh, that's just too dirty. Can we can we clean things up? No. <clears throat> don't go to it. If you don't like the NWA, and I wish that we would have had somebody, because back when we were stronger, back when we had a backbone in this country, I know that's a long time ago. You know what? It's kind of hitting me as an epiphany right now. Do you know when we really started to start go soft? It had to be back when NWA came out. And we, we had to print warning labels on the CDs. And then people wanted to get them banned for cursing in their music. Now, there's not an NWA song, if you think about it that could have been played on the radio without tons of edits. I mean... You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. Straight out of Compton, crazy motherfucker named Ice Cube. From the gang Oh, wow, there's there's another one there. The sixth word into the song, he says the F word. I counted it out. It was the sixth word into the song. And then, like, two song, two words later, the N word comes out. Do you remember the blowback for that? I do. I remember seeing all these church leaders and all these senators and all these people, black and white alike, getting together and holding rallies, and then they would they would have their CDs, and they would throw them in the street, and they would run them over with a with with, with a paver, with a street roller. Remember that? But do you remember, do you know the stupid part of that? And this is my favorite part. This is where my brain works, and it worked even back then. Um, 
all those CDs that you got? Now, are you telling me that you broke into the back of the record store and stole all those, or did you go out and purchase those? Because if you purchased them, those people still got paid. I I mean, you big dummy. And when there are thousands of them, super dummies. They didn't miss any meals. Oh, no. They've destroyed a thousand copies of our CDs. We'll just print more and sell them. How about this? See, we went soft then. And we were going soft because and it was under the guise of protect the children. It's always been under the guise of protect the children. Back even when Elvis's day was going on. And we were even more conservative as a nation. Can't show his hips on TV. Body count, cop killer. It's a song. It's a song I didn't like, so I didn't play it. Do I hate iced tea? Well, the drink, yes. The rapper, no. So, protect the children. How about, instead of saying protect the children, as a mama or daddy... Do your fucking job. And if that if you don't want your kid listening to that, then don't let them buy it. Little story for you. If I were to buy a record growing up, my parents would listen to the record. I was not allowed to curse in front of my parents until I was 13. That was the rule that we had. I had one caveat, though, because for some reason, I liked the song Hell's Bells. And my parents allowed me to use the word hell if I was ever, like, humming that song or singing that song. Now, I did curse a lot as a child. Obviously, you can tell because I'm a doctor of cursing. But my parents used to do the job, and they would listen to that music. Now, as I got older, they stopped because they knew what kind of music I listened to. They knew the choices I was making. Do you think that my dad, a classically trained piano player who loved playing Dixieland, do you think that he enjoyed, especially with the mother that he had, anytime I would play MC Hammer? Hell no. Uh, let's see, they would brag that they bought every copy so the kids couldn't. Yeah, every generation had a line wherever society acceptable was on the side and the other side was unacceptable. Not taking off your hat indoors was socially unacceptable and people would get uptight over it. Didn't go to church, heathen. Parents are divorced, scarlet letter. There's so many examples. There are. Instead of just minding your business and living your life. If you find Matt Rife funny... Watch his specials. If you're put off by him doing it, don't watch his special anymore. That's the best way to hurt him. The best way to hurt him is punch him in the pocketbook. Use of the N-word was socially acceptable at 1.2, no matter what the content was. Yeah. It's almost as bad as playing an Adele album. God damn it. Come on now. Hello. Yes, Hello. It's me. Good, good. I'm glad. 
I was wondering if after no. all these years you'd like No, I, I, I don't want to meet you. I'm sorry that this response has been so long to this letter, but I get so, I, I get so angry at all this stuff. This is so stupid. It's, it's, all right. Last few stories here because it is a holiday weekend. A lot of people are going to be traveling. Ask family. I don't know if y'all are sticking around or if you're flying out or people are flying in. But it's going to be crazy. It's going to be a madhouse out there. Um, but something happened on a plane the other night on a Frontier airline. Uh, people are losing their minds. This is more than the – I have not watched the video because I, I, I want to keep it with you guys. Um a woman on a plane on a Frontier flight, um, she shrieks, curses, and convulses before climbing over seats in a frenzy. A Christian passenger urges passengers to pray before erupting into a hymn. And yes, yes, we have video. Oh boy, this ought to be good. All right, come on. Is that almost over with? I, I, I don't really want to see the NBA. Don't care about the NBA. I just want this video. Let's go. Anytime now. I understand it's on. Where the fuck is Skip ad. There we go. White woman yelling. Oh my. I'm waiting for the Jesus person. Why does the air marshal not have a taser? Oh, my God, now she's crawling over people. Good God almighty. Passengers are getting into it, and she's just crawling row after row after row. Bitch, you crawl on my seat, I'm going to knock you the fuck out. Where's the Jesus people? Amen. Jalapena. Jesus. I'm telling you right now, the spirit of peace is the only thing y'all need. The trust him. In the name of Jesus, I command the spirit of peace. And, and anybody know, that is full-blown witchcraft. It's witchcraft. Anybody, everybody says, I don't care. I'm only telling y'all this because all hell is about to break loose and y'all getting the evidence of it. Oh, this is glorious. Is she going to start singing? Oh, she's singing behind her. Oh, 
Oh. Now, see, see, this is why I wish I flew more. I would love to get fucking a show on a plane like this. I could physically assault somebody as they're trying to climb over my seat, and and, and I probably wouldn't get in trouble for it. Oh, sign me up. I got some crazy Jesus freak running around singing hymns behind some woman who's possessed going crazy. Sign me up. I'm all about that. Good Lord. Take his microphone and bust you in the mouth with it in the name of God. That's what I'd be saying. And your little dog, too. Joel Osteen. Good grief. Joel Osteen wouldn't rebuke his dog if it barked at him. They are full-blown 1,000% Not a witch's coven. I promise you it's yeah. the facts. Mm-hmm. I'll stake my life on it. Starbucks is witchcraft. And that's flying in the friendly skies as we speak. But, 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 but. Now, see, this is something that I don't know if I want to happen on my flight. I don't know if I want this to happen on my flight. Oh, God. Stunned passengers look on as medics rush to aid a mother-to-be before emerging with a newborn. How in the fuck do you give birth on a plane? Don't they don't they say like after a certain time y'all pregos can't fly? Up, up. I've seen the error in my ways because this is coming from Sabia Gokin International Airport in Istanbul, Turkey. I don't think they have the TSA there. Uh, yes, this is my emotional support goat. I'm not a good flyer, and the, the goat keeps me warm and keeps me company while I have sex with it. Go on through. Drama unfolded as the Pegasus airline plane was making final preps to take off for a flight to France. Video shows paramedics charging on the aircraft. One passenger can be seen collecting small items of clothing and heading to the area. Moments later, a female paramedic can be seen carrying the baby, now wrapped in blue cloth. They didn't put it in one of them fucking airline blankets, did they? Oh, that kid probably has HIV now. Okay, let's check. Have you ever been there? Istanbul? No. Uh, Gorgeous? It's beautiful. Gorgeous. Istanbul used to be Constantinople. The more you know. See, once again, a learning program. Like, did, 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 did she sneak on the plane? Did she, like, did she, oh, I'm only, like, four months along. I'm just a big eater. I mean, they didn't even get up. And, by the way, ain't they going to make the plane smell? Ain't like 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 your insides being exposed like that. Ain't that ain't that gonna like? That's gonna be in the recycled air now. Your 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 hoo ha and 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 gut smells now are gonna be recycled all the way from fucking Turkey to France. They say bursts on the tarmac, midair bursts are incredibly rare. 
A woman gave birth to a baby boy during a three-hour flight from San Juan, Puerto Rico, to Fort Lauderdale. Well, yeah, because once again, no TSA. Uh, it's right next to Shittistan. It's just gas. Your in-flight meal, placenta. <laughs> uh, so many possessions happening. Doja Cat, Beyonce, this lady. My favorite They Might Be Giants song, by the way. Uh, cooter fumes. Hey, there you go. I like that term. Cooter, fu- cooter fumes. Like, ain't you got to mop up back there? Like, ain't there, like, the water got broke, and, 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 and now there's gunk and stuff on the floor? No, once again, it's turkey. I'm sorry. That probably added to the decorum on the flight. Uh, all right, that is going to be, that, that's going to do it for us today, ass family. Uh, we will be back on Friday morning. Tomorrow is Thanksgiving. Uh, I will be taking the day off. Sorry, not sorry. Um, but hopefully you and yours have a wonderful Thanksgiving. I hope that you enjoy the day. I hope you come back on Friday. We're going to have a lighthearted show Friday, kind of like the whole Matt Rife thing. We'll talk about whatever y'all want to talk about as well. Um, but before I go, let me tell you, ask family, if you're going to go out and you're going to enjoy Thanksgiving starting tonight and then tomorrow, Have at it. Get good and robbed. But whatever you do, please, 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 get yourself an Uber. Get a Lyft. Get a designated driver. Get a cab. Get home safe because I want you back for Friday's show. And remember, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you're in there. So until Friday, ask family. Have a fantastic Thanksgiving. Uh, Oh, wait. did Did I not play the damn sound effect? Did I not play the damn, the, the gobble sound effect? Wait, do I have the gobble sound effect? I thought I had the gobble sound effect, but I guess I don't. Well, if it would go there. No, I, I don't have the gobble sound effect. Well, there you go. No, <laughs> no gobble gobble for you. Uh, until Friday, adios, ass family. <laughs>
gods in Texas. The Almighty yourself and George Strait. You just met one of them. You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. 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 He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.